It's finally here. It's a work day now. It's time to put on the pads. Ace town, man. And make some noise. Good work, good work. Your Houston Texans are back for training camp. Trust each other, trust the process, trust what we're doing. Welcome to Texans Training Camp Live. Your sideline pass to the Houston Texans as they get to work for the season. Texans Training Camp Live is presented by Xfinity. Now let's go down to the Houston Methodist Training Center. Here are your hosts, Mark Vandermeer and John Harris. Day five after a day off, ready to rock here at Texans Trading Camp, presented by Xfinity. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. And we've got a big program for you today with Nick Casario coming up at 845. John McClain coming up at about 815-ish. And we will have a wonderful program. Greg Grissom, president of the Texans, coming up in just a few moments here, Johnny. But we've got good guests today. We're going to dive deep. We're going to go deep yeah. album cuts today. i got Charlie Heck ready to roll. And Ooh. Kamu Kruje Hill, who I'd never met before, obviously, and didn't learn how to pronounce his name until early that morning. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I knew it. But he was a fantastic guest. Yes. We'll hear from him later on in the program. Yeah, I also talked to John Reed on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I've said many, many times, my son is not the biggest fan of football. John Reed is my son's dude. No questions asked. Because... John Reed's internship while he was at Penn State was with Blizzard Entertainment. And if you know anything about the gaming world. Oh, that's right. He was into that. That's right. I talked to him on the air. In fact, we'll have, I sent an interview to Ben so we can have that, but we can play it any time. No, maybe, we're going to play it. Maybe, maybe today, maybe tonight. But John Reed, I talked to him about my son for like 10, 15 minutes afterwards. Oh, that's great. And I was like the one person in this whole world that probably could talk to my son on a level that pro- that that needs it is John fully get it is John you know I did a story on the second year guys and and how this is their first full offseason but it's still kind of a weird offseason with COVID but actually the offseason was pretty good for them they had Mm -hmm. the OTAs they had the full offseason program now we get into protocols and camp year two but it's very different this year and speaking of very different the setup here at the Houston Methodist Training Center is very different than it's ever been. I mean, they basically built a stadium around this joint. To talk about that and some other things, the president of your Houston Texans, Greg Grissom. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, John. Great to be with you guys. Greg, this is like, I mean, we just built a brand new facility here. Like, you could play games here now with <laughs> well, the stands, and it's all covered <laughs> up, and you got the concession area. It's beautiful. Yeah, well, we, you know, we've we, first of all, it's just great to be back at training camp, have yeah. fans out here, and have, have people to kind of come in and see this new team and so, you know, as we're looking at everything coming out of COVID and different things that we can look at, we've always looked at training camp and said, what could we do different? What can we do better? We've, our fans have always been great, but, you know, we wanted to make sure every seat that was out here was fully covered and shaded, even the standing room only. And then mm-hmm. we wanted to, to add more seating for, for our season ticket members and fans. So we've almost doubled the seating capacity out here so that more people can come. And then we've elevated some of the uh, some of our you know corporate partner tents and friends and family tents just to really just trying to look at things on a daily basis, one step at a time. What can we do to make it better and create more value? Wait, wait, admit it. Is Texans Radio the inspiration for elevating certain elements of this stadium? Well, yes. Uh, yeah, Say yeah. yes. Mark, Mark is, you know, Mark always wants credit for everything, I think. But, but uh, no, last year during COVID, yes, you did have an elevated mm-hmm. tent, which we because we couldn't be over here sidelines-wise. Uh, mm-hmm. And so... Uh, it, I, we'll just say maybe. How about you that? Were, okay, wait a second. No, 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 no. I know he wants credit, but it actually started where? 
at the Greenbrier. It, it, it did. It did. Yes. That's oh, a fair yeah. point. When we were at the Greenbrier, we had some elevated tents and some shades, so maybe there's a little bit of inspiration. But we'll give Mark just a little yeah, bit of credit right. just because I'm not sure he'll be able to survive the day without it. All right, Greg, we know you are a massive P1 to our Texas Radio 610. How does it actually feel to be on the radio talking about these great things? I think this is the first time we've had you on air. Is the first time we've had you on air? Yeah. Yeah, no, it feels great. I mean, uh, first of all, just I'm a Texan, so just being being with the organization for 20 years and having the opportunity to step into this role and spend time with guys like you is it's it's a privilege and an honor. Well, it's funny because like, yeah, it, it doesn't feel like the first time because we've known him forever. I know exactly. And Greg's a huge Texas wide sports fan and obviously just so devoted to the Houston Texans. Okay, so we have fans here at camp, but more importantly, fans in the building coming up for the 2021 season. That's right. I mean, we're, we're excited to, to welcome fans back to NRG Stadium, and, and, and we're doing a lot of things just like training camp. We're looking at a lot of different areas of our game day experience um, that, that we can improve. And, and, you know, it's been, you know, we had fans last year, but that was not, not, not what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. So having a full house this season and, um, you know, we're, we're just excited and getting ready to, to welcome people back on August 28th uh, against the Buccaneers. Well, I was going to say, Greg, there's only one preseason game. How important is that third preseason game? I mean, for the players, they're probably like, hey, let's just get to the season. But for us, for you, for everybody that works on our side of the building, how important is that third game become? Because two weeks later, we got to do it for the for real, right. the first time with full fans. Well, first and foremost, every game matters, right? You <laughs> no know, they're, they're, we, we want the experience to be the same, whether it's a preseason game, a, uh, a regular season game, and obviously for the playoffs, we want to kick it up even more. Mm-hmm. But, but, but so, you know, we're doing everything we can. To, like, we had an event last week, which uh, was exciting, but just <laughs> trying to get the building back, it's, it's, it's an interesting challenge to, to, to go from a place where the building was really not used in that way for, yeah. for over a year and a half, and and our building partners and uh, all the people who support our game day experience are doing a great job getting us ready. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Mexico here last week, it was phenomenal Unreal. to see the stadium full with Canada and a beautiful 2-1 result for the Mexican fans, not the Canadians, but a great game. Right, yeah, we had the, the Gold Cup semifinals here. It was a major, major event for Houston, and as we're kind of preparing for the World Cup and continuing just to show uh, the international committee or community how great Houston is for soccer, and um, had, like you said, Mexico versus Canada, sold-out crowd. I know the U.S. The US team uh, got Mexico last night in the yep. final in Las Vegas, but um, it was just a great event. We learned a lot. It was exciting to see the energy. You could hear the crowd, and mm-hmm. and uh, just makes you want more and, and get ready for this fall here at uh, NRG Stadium. And Greg, I know we have plenty of events, a lot of Lone Star Sports Entertainment events, and we'll have a couple more before we kick it off September 12th. But in our world, September 12th, the opener at home is such a big day. You sort of thought about what that day is going to be like for you and how different that's been from the 19 other ones there have been? Honestly, not, not, I haven't thought too much about it. we still got a month <laughs> away. But, I mean, kickoff, you know, Liberty White kickoff is going to be an amazing, amazing event, celebrating all of our first responders and everybody who has been so important to the community over this last year and a half. You know, we always ce- celebrate our police officers and firefighters and yep. EMS workers. This year we're going to even add in more of our first-line responders to COVID and um, and just uh, really make sure our community recognizes all the great work that they've done. And then, you know, then we're going to go about the business of what we're here to do, which yep. is go beat the Jaguars and create that home field advantage and, and, and experience that we can for our team to make sure that uh, we continue the, you know, the excitement and energy of what makes NRG Stadium great. 
John mentioned the Lone Star events, and you do have the Texas kickoff coming up. Obviously, Battle of the Piney Woods later on down the line. But what about the kickoff? What can you tell us about well, we, that? Well, we've got yeah, a great matchup in the University of Houston versus Texas Tech. We're really excited about that. And, and so, you know, just excited to get college football going and getting, you know, that, that back as well. We, we had a great matchup last year that we weren't able to – to fulfill so excited about this one we also have the national battle of the bands yes. right here uh which if you haven't been to that event oh my i tell you it is Ooh. it is the energy and excitement of 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 seeing all those bands compete and uh is is like none other it's blood sport i mean there should be it's a reality amazing. show well there are reality shows about this sort of thing <laughs> this, this is really cool stuff wait is david fletcher okay with what's going on with the big 12 right now i mean is does he need medical attention is he excited how does it affect the texas bowl down the line well, yeah uh you'd have to ask fletch but uh, i i think he's probably what he's he's got a front row seat he's digging mm-hmm. for information you know he he, he He'll be right in the middle of it, whatever right. it is. I can promise you that. Greg, every year uh, there's always an event. What's new at NRG Stadium in 2021? I don't know why I got chosen to do the food event. Maybe they were trying to tell me something, but I did a little <laughs> did a little food video with the, the coordinators and Coach Cully. What is new at NRG Stadium? What are some of the key things that fans can be looking forward to uh, in 2021? I know some of them have been not in the building for two years, so maybe everything is new to them, but what are some of the key things that are new to NRG Stadium and to the game experience this year? Well, you know, the food will be back. Let's just start with that. We always want to be, you know, the culinary, you know, experience of the South, and and, and, and just so we've got Killens and Chris Shepard. Hugo Ortega is going to step up his game big time this year, so we're, we're, we're doing a bunch of new things in that area. But probably what I'm most excited about are probably two things. One, uh, is we have a, a brand new bull tunnel, player intro tunnel, wow. that is uh, our team that you guys know so well has worked so hard almost over three years to pull this off and, and to get ready. And it is going to be spectacular as yeah. you as team intros. And um, I think it's almost double in size of our, our other prior oh. bull tunnel. And it's going to, it's got, it does a lot of cool things. And I think just uh, enhancing our, our team intro experience. And then the second thing is we're going to, we're inserting kind of a, an in-stadium DJ and and kind of uh, somebody who can really help us drive the music and the atmosphere, um, staying kind of yeah. with our same themes of music, but just uh, somebody who can kind of control that. And I, I think it's going to be a great addition to what we're doing. Yeah, nobody asked me about that because it would have been like all Zeppelin yeah, and Rolling have, Stones, and it just uh, would have been. There'll yeah. still be plenty of you know classic <laughs> rock and country, but it just may be coming from yeah. a different perspective. So <laughs> I think DP would be a better candidate for the musical selection, perhaps. Uh, yeah. Every business, every individual in the world really learned something during the pandemic, which is obviously still going on in, in different ways. But uh, what can you tell us about what you learned stadium-wise or organizationally during the pandemic that could help the Texans moving forward, just the way you operate with the fans, the season ticket members, the corporate partners, everybody? Yeah, so um, uh, probably stadium-wise, one of the biggest changes that we learned is, is uh, you know, just the adaptation of technology. Mm-hmm. So we'll be fully mobile ticketing this year. You know, all the, all this we did it last year, but the, obviously it was a limited capacity. Sure. So uh, we'll we're switching to that full time. Everybody has embraced mobile technology through the pandemic, and the, whether you're ordering food or whatever it may be, and so uh, we will be in that space. We'll, we're actually inside of our app. You'll be able to order food to your seat this year through through our, our Texans Mobile Express. Um, so a lot of technology driven things in that regard. 
um, cashless payments in the stadium. There's enhanced of that that we're, mm-hmm. that we're really going down that. And then from an organization standpoint, it's just like everybody else. I mean, we've just embraced technology in different ways, the way we communicate in the, in the way that we're able to use the Zoom and Microsoft Teams and all those types of things to be as efficient as possible. All right, would you like better, Teams or Zoom? Vote. Uh, I think you know where I am on that. <laughs> I I, I'm a Microsoft Teams guy. I'm a big mm. fan. So I'm not, sure, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure you are as much. <laughs> I, I'm always afraid I'm uploading a document to the entire organization. <laughs> it feels like you're hitting reply all every time you send something on Teams, yeah. but you're really not. It's Thank just you got to get used to it. Yes. Yeah, can you deliver down to the sideline? That's all I need to know. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Eventually, we'll get you a hot dog down there. But, all right, uh, that's, all, that's all I'm looking for. That is all, that's all that I'm looking for. Greg, last one from me. I don't want to say you're you're new, but you're in a new role. David Culley is new. Nick Casario is new. How's that transition been amongst, I guess what people would say, the hierarchy, those you three key decision makers? How's that kind of transition been for all three of you guys together the last six, seven months? It's been great. And I you know, I would start with Cal. Cal's been great supporting all of us and and, and making sure we have all the resources that we need to do our jobs and providing the direction of kind of where we're wanting to go. I mean, it is a time of transition, yep. but that's that creates great opportunity, great ways to look at things differently and, and to evolve and to, to really, you know, think about how we want to operate moving forward in a lot of new and a different exciting ways. And so uh, the communication's been great. The support's been great. You know, Coach Coley and, and the way he communicates to our fans and is fantastic. Nick, the decisions he's making – you know, to put in the roster together. We all know he's been busy. I'm, I'm going to see if I can win that hundred bucks, but I'm probably not eligible. Uh, uh, but uh, but uh, you know, we're just so excited. You know, to have a new energy and and, and a new direction, and um, can't wait to see it on the field here soon. Coach Cully addresses the fans here before he comes out on the microphone to the entire facility. He's yeah. I mean, you're never going to be a more energetic, a more yeah. positive, oh. consistent person. And you know what I like about him is he always tells me he says I'm never going to change. This is who I am, and I think we can all uh, be you know looking forward to seeing that energy remain all, all throughout the year. It's great, Greg. Thanks so much for joining us. Best of luck this season. Thanks, guys. Appreciate all you do. Go Texans. Right. Greg Grissom, president of the Houston Texans and president of football knowledge around the Houston area and beyond. John McClain is stepping into his broadcast position here at the Houston Methodist Training Center on another beautiful day for football. Dare I say it felt cooler? What? <laughs> when? <laughs> when? When did it feel earlier? I, I, could, I, I know not to compare this to, to I don't know, but I walked across going, it's not that bad really? today. Uh, yeah, really? It's not that okay. bad. Well, there was a cloud, and now the cloud's That's gone, the general. and it's just worse. John, is it any better today? Oh, absolutely. The high is only 90. Oh, my gosh. I told 90. you. I told you. And oh. it's supposed to rain all day. Can you, can you get my coat? Can you get my <laughs> The next three days, it's supposed to be 88 and 89. Ooh, 88. I just saw in the weather a cold front is coming in. I'm thinking, what kind of BS is that? It's a less hot yes. front all right, coming listen, in. Being, being a sailor, I can tell you, if you see winds coming out of the northeast or northwest, that's a good thing. Okay, Any time yeah. of year, that's going to make it cooler. Obviously, in the winter, man, we had a lot of northwesterlies in the winter this year. It was awful. But in the summer, you're welcoming that. All right, so, General, here we are, day five, after a day off. We all saw Saturday's practice. Look, the defense did very well that day. No Taylor. <laughs> Mills getting first team. <laughs> reps it was tough and they were in the red area which is always going to be brutal so what'd you make of it and what do you make of things moving forward first i heard greg grissom talking about what a great guy somebody was he talking about me yeah of course of course yeah. of course really nice guy i heard him this from, our first from question afar. hi greg what do you think of john McClendon? no it was the last thing he said <laughs> um i thought that it was a great experience for davis mills and jeff driscoll wasn't any good either but 
it's hard <laughs> down there, but I thought it was a great learning experience. You know, you don't always just learn from your success. You got to learn from your mistakes. And somebody asked me, do you keep count of interceptions? And I said, I ran out of fingers. But I think that's good for him. David Culley said that's good for him, putting him down there in the red zone. Justin Reed, I thought, I thought last year Justin had a chance to go to the Pro Bowl. But he was inconsistent. Prior to the season? Yeah. yeah. And okay. I'm thinking that again. It's the last year of his mm-hmm. contract. I look for him to have a big season and love his defense. Be the, you know, some guys are beneficiaries of this system, and I believe he will lead the defense in interceptions. I think he'll lead the defense in big plays, and I think he'll get a big new contract. And I think yesterday was just a tip of the iceberg about what we're going to see from read and practice preseason and regular season john a guy that's seemingly without pads mind you but i'm trying to be fair across the board and watch as many people across the board as i can but just watching some pass rush drills and watching charles and who work he looks i don't say he looks like a different player but he looks like a a player who's been bumped up he's like he's at the turbo or he's been powered up a how important is he to that defensive front and B, if he does have the year that people think, and you talk about contract, he's not going into a contract year, or he's going to be going into one in 2022. But could he end up getting a pretty decent number in a contract? If you um, if you play well, you're going to get an extension. I think if if Justin Reed, you don't want Justin to the season to be over and him facing free agency. So I think if he plays well, I could see Nick Casario signing him to an extension. During the season, Minahu would be a great one to extend after the season because if you took the snaps that Charles played and hits he had on the quarterback and you try to make that over a whole season, there's no telling. You know, he could be up around eight to ten sacks, and he's going to play inside because he's big, too big to play outside, 280. But I, I actually think they'll move him around, and that versatility is what they like. I've said before, and I'll say it again, John, I don't know any. There's no defensive lineman who could benefit more from the switch to a four-man front than a Minahu, and Ross Blacklock's like right behind him. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I've been to every camp, obviously, and I don't remember this many batted balls in training camp. Now you can say, oh, what what about the quarterbacks? But listen, the way this D-line is, the size, the height, the way they play the 4-3, I'm thinking that that's going to be a thing this year for this defense because people talk about the picks. Yes, all right. A lot of them are batted balls, or a few of them are anyway, several throughout the uh, course of this camp so far. I'm just thinking that's something to watch this year, batted balls from this D-line. The only guy that batted a lot of balls, of course, was J.J. Watt. Now that's one of the things that Lovey Smith emphasizes to help get the ball out. And we've talked a lot, and I know you guys have too, about the emphasis that Lovey Smith puts on forcing turnovers. And mm-hmm. he didn't have it every year he's in the NFL, but he most years his defense has had a lot of turnovers. And this defense, of course, coming off of nine, second fewest since 1980 in the NFL. And I'll guarantee you they're going to be more than nine. And I think they'd – I wouldn't surprise me if they're not in the 20s, especially if teams will have to pass and can't just try to run the ball in the fourth quarter. But – Said it before, and I'll say it again. The defensive line is the biggest uh, mystery on the team just because there's so many new ones and nobody from the past guaranteed to start. And uh, a guy that they obviously love because he's in a miller. 
everything is Malik Collins. John, is there anybody out here in a positive way that you're like, whoa, I didn't see that guy coming. That guy's actually had a pretty good camp this far. Is anybody that's sort of stepped out and surprised you a little bit more? I know I got a few, but what did you see? have you seen any that you're like, you know what, I'm going to keep an eye on that guy? Nico, Con- oh, I'm sorry, Anthony Miller's receiver. He stepped up from the first day like he'd been here through the offseason, knows the program. Mm-hmm. Whatever they're teaching him, he took it He took it to heart, and he came out here and he looked like he'd been with the organization. Of course, he's another guy playing for a new contract the yeah. last year. But uh, And then Nico Collins. I thought Collins would take time to adjust, and he still might. But they like him a lot. They throw him ball a lot. They instruct him a lot. He's an awesome-looking physical specimen. And another one, we're going to talk to him today. A guy you guys remember, he had a cup of coffee here. Wasn't even long, here long enough to put sugar and milk in it. And that'd be cornerback Terrence Mitchell. And it shouldn't be a surprise because he started every every game for the Browns last year and their run to the playoffs. But, you know, he has really stepped up. He's 29 years old. He's an eight-year veteran, and I look for him to be the starter opposite Bradley Roby and make some big plays. He's looked really good. Any guy that steps up and looks good, considering his first year here, tells me he's worked really hard mentally. Sugar and milk. I'm writing this down. General, I'm stealing that line. I love that line. I had a cup of coffee here. It wasn't long enough to put sugar and milk in it. Okay. I'm going to give you some hope for the newspaper industry. Vanderkid, too, eight years old, has discovered the newspaper, the comics. He said, Daddy, they're writing about the Texans in this newspaper thing. He's eight years old. No, kids don't understand what a newspaper is. General, I read your article on Terod Taylor yesterday, and I thought, obviously, based on Saturday and many other things with with what's going on with number four out here, Terod Taylor is monumentally important to this football team. I mean, every quarterback is, but his presence here, the leadership ability, the ability to hold it down. Look, Mills is going to have his growing issues because he's a rookie, third-round draft choice, but Taylor is so important, and he's the right guy for this particular position. As as David Culley called him the consummate pro, he's called him a pro's pro. Anybody that watched the Chargers on Hard Knocks last year, saw him behind the scenes, places we can't see him now. But everybody respects him, likes him. They talk. They always talk about his leadership, what he does in the meeting rooms, locker rooms, on the practice field, in the huddle, outside the huddle. He knows what it takes to, be, to play the role he plays. That doesn't mean he's going to play great or play well, but he's smart. He's experienced. I can't imagine when you have a guy like, Mills just starting, and Driscoll with his fifth team in six years. Terod Taylor was a really wise signing. His familiarity with Pep Hamilton helps tremendously. And you talk about making a smooth transition, he certainly is. Some guys are struggling, but not Terod Taylor, who will be back at practice today. Struggling would be the Indianapolis Colts general. Carson Wentz, foot issue. Looks like he's going to try and power through it. We don't know the foot issue. We don't know that. But he's had issues with injuries before. He's really had one good year in the NFL. General, what do you make of what's going on with Indianapolis and Carson Wentz? The Texans should hope that he is healthy and he plays the full season because then that means Philadelphia will have a third number one pick. And just in case they want to trade Watson to the 
Eagles. Uh, they're not going to get all three in one year, but maybe they get two with Philadelphia expecting another one. And maybe that's one of them that they could take in a deal. But I feel bad for the Colts. They've had now four – is this four starters in four years? Yep, or yes. somebody else starts besides Wentz? Is that four and four or five it, it, and yeah. four? It was going to be four and four anyway because Wentz is new. Mm-hmm. So now you're having a fifth in the sense that you weren't planning on not starting Wentz. Uh, but I don't feel bad for the Colts ever, so there's that. <laughs> like, there's no way I'm feeling bad for the Colts. So Yeah, uh, you wanted Andrew Luck out of the league, and look what you got. I always said that for his safety. <laughs> and that's you know what, what he did it I for. You're such a it. benevolent man. I kind of willed it to happen, didn't I? You know, and Andrew just having a good <laughs> life right now, and he's happy. Great. Good for him. General, what do you have going on in the Chronicle? I wrote to Rod Taylor for Sunday. I'm going to write a, a blog on our website, Texas Sports Nation, based on what? Nick Casario tells you guys, I'll be out in the car listening. And thank you for subscribing to the Chronicle. And thank you for uh, showing, make sure Vander Kid, too, knows it's the the sports section first and the funny section. Well, I think that's always been the case with me. And, and, you know, it's funny because I I don't read the actual paper anymore much. I read read you online all the time, General. And it's, I just, I still love it. Sunday, I was, I actually cracked it open and was having the coffee and, you know, there's just something about it. Yeah. In the old, in the old days, on a Friday, that was the one because that had all the information on the upcoming game. So you waited for Friday to have all the breakdown of every game in the league, and you were just, I mean, the coffee and the breakfast and the paper. Mm-hmm. You had to do it, and you didn't have all the information. Pro Football Weekly, General, you remember these days, Of course right? I do. Okay. And I'll say this: mm-hmm. uh, everything we have in the Chronicle Sports section, we have a whole. A lot more on our website, TexasSportsNation.com. Always there Guys, thank you very much. You, I appreciate General. it, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. General's like, I'm done. Let's stop talking. Yeah. Okay, Nick Casario coming up in less than 20 minutes here from Texans Training Camp Live. Can't get enough Texans radio? We've got shows. We've got podcasts. We've got interviews. It's all on HoustonTexans.com. Rooting for the family team has become quite the tradition at Amity Bank. It's something we grew up doing, and it's something that defines who we are. We're also big fans of rooting for family businesses, because in all of our years of banking, we found that when we treat every business like family, they tend to prosper. So if you're a family business and you need a bank, come see us today. Amogee Bank. Here you grow. Amogee Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation and a member FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans. Hey, this is Keith. Papa John's here, and guess what? We've done it. We finally came out with what I consider the best pizza ever. It's our new epic stuffed crust pizza only at Papa John's. That's right. We took our wonderful crust, fresh dough, and rolled into it 100% mozzarella cheese, and now you get an extra cheesy pizza when you order. Get a large one topping and the epic stuffed crust for just 12 bucks. Better ingredients, better pizza, and now best stuffed crust around Papa John's Houston. Calling all Houston Texans fans. It's time to take it to the house with Ashley Home Store. Enter for a chance to win two tickets to an upcoming Texans home game at NRG Stadium. To enter, simply text Texans to 797979 or visit any Houston Ashley Home Store location near you. We have 12 Houston area locations to serve you. Enter today only at Ashley Home Store. This is home. Proud partner of the Houston Texans. 
Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live poker, and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the trucks of the future for everyone. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks for 44 years straight. Built for performance and capability on and off-road. Because the trucks of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Ford F-Series, drive one today. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. This is Texans Radio. Introducing Texans Fit, a world-class Houston Texans fitness community dedicated to helping you reach your goals. Join the Texans Fit family and elevate your fitness experience with cutting-edge equipment, exceptional coaches, and deluxe amenities. Whether you thrive on the camaraderie of a group fitness class or need the focused support of a certified personal trainer, Texans Fit is here to help you grow in the lifestyle you want. To find the club nearest you and learn how you can train like the pros, visit TexansFit.com. At HEV, we know that game day is about more than the game itself. The taste of victory is unparalleled, but so is the taste of HEV jalapeno poppers hot off the grill. Seeing the best players in their prime is truly something to behold. So is an HEV Prime One burger that you grilled to perfection. For low prices on all the things that make game day great and delicious, visit HEV, your official game day headquarters, or use the Buy HEV app to order curbside and start prepping for game day right away. The unforgettable college football Saturday you've been craving is happening right here in Houston. Tickets and suites are on sale now to experience the 2021 Texas kickoff as the Houston Cougars take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders at NRG Stadium Saturday, September 4th. Start off the college football season right to reserve your seats and get details on the latest event news, ticket discounts, and more. Go to TexasKickoff.com. Ooh, the sun here in Texas is no joke. Thankfully, Pick Your Free from Reliant lets you make the most of it. Just choose truly free weekends, nights, or flex days, and we'll upgrade your plan to solar on us. So you get free electricity for a good chunk of time and solar all of the time. Just call 1-866-RELIANT or visit Reliant.com. Reliant, that's power your way. Terms and conditions apply. Reliant, PUCT number 10007. We're the only media outlet taking you inside Camp Casario with exclusive player interviews. The first year running back of the Texans, Philip Lindsay. This is a great crew of running backs. Probably one of the best I've ever been around. Regular talks with GM Nick Casario. We've been calling it Camp Casario. Good morning. Not sure who came up with that moniker, but yeah, we'll have some fun with that. And Hall of Famer John McClain. The offensive line is going to be better than a lot of people think. We're live from Camp Casario daily with everything you need to know as it happens. Insider Access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans play here. Vince, play here. Vince, play here. Vince, play here. I'm Whitney Merciless. Don't get blindsided like some of the quarterbacks I face. 
For the latest news and exclusive interviews, download the Houston Texans mobile app and listen to Texans Radio. All right, so one of the things on the app and on all our social media platforms is the question of the day, the players when they're coming over the bridge, which I've always wanted to name the Battle Red Bridge, okay? I'm going to die on this hill. I am going to die on this hill. I want that bridge to be named the Battle Red Bridge. And, you know, uh, I I ran it by management a long time ago, and they actually looked into it, but the city and everybody's got to get involved, Uh, and they got to vote on it. Paint the bridge red. It's the Battle Battle Red Bridge. And then the one that's um, south. Yeah, from the green lot. Yeah. So that one, you call, you, you let the rodeo have that one and call it the Bull Bridge or whatever. Well, that would play yeah. into our thing, too. Yeah, gotcha. But the Battle Red Bridge, as they come over the bridge, yes. uh, we asked them the question of the day. And yesterday, or the last practice, was uh, should Lovey lose the beard <laughs> or not? You know, Lovey's got the big gray beard. <laughs> yes. And we all remember Lovey in his Bears days, clean shaven. And we put up both pictures, and they had to decide. I don't think anybody voted clean-shaven. Everybody loves the Everybody beard. Everybody was the beard. See, I think the beard is – I'm not really a beard guy. Sorry, Matt. Matt, our engineer, is just like full beard. If I could grow one like that, I'd probably like it. So it's a jealousy thing. But anyway, Lovey's got the big gray beard, and it's deceiving. I bought, brought up the Lance Berkman thing. It makes yeah. it seem like maybe he's not in great shape. No, he's jacked. He's, he's totally jacked. He is yoked. But the beard is like – I have been here living in the wilderness <laughs> for several years now. Uh, anyway, but that content is there on the app, HoustonTexans.com, plus great interviews, plus John Harris breaks down practice. Uh, Sean Pendergast and Seth Payne were uh, praising you for your Harris hits. That, that nice that. comes out every day and gives you really an up-close-and-personal look at practice uh, in written form, and you just got to love it. And the way Johnny writes is very uh, fun, too. It's not just like... I observed a linebacker making a good play. <laughs> it's very, very well written, Johnny. So that's well, on thank the you. app as well. Thank you. I, I mean, every now and again, you have to just say that. But yeah, you know, the one thing I asked the general was about surprises mm-hmm. and pleasant surprises, not the negative supply, surprises. Because I really don't want to talk about those. And I don't know that there have been many of those. I know a lot was made about Saturday and you know Davis and Jeff struggling a little bit. Go back to something that Bill O'Brien said to us many, many years ago. I think okay. he said it on the air, maybe said it off the air too. But was he? He was talking about about Tom Brady, and he said Tom always told him that the red zone was the hardest thing to get, and that's what Saturday was. It was all twenty yards and in. It was mm-hmm. all red zone. It was all goal line. Right. Everything's condensed, and if defense is playing zone, it's tough because man, you gotta you gotta make that decision now. And I've seen every single quarterback that has come through here and worn Texans colors every single one struggle on red zone day struggle on red zone day it is an incredibly difficult uh position and those two quarterbacks struggled yeah they struggled it happens so much quicker so much faster the checkdowns are not as open as you want if things are clogged up you got to make that decision now you and I talked about that on the field that's in large part why Saturday was a, was a struggle. And like I said, every single quarterback, starter, backup, a guy that lasted here three days, when they had to do red zone work, it mm-hmm. was a struggle. I wonder, the day when Mahomes threw five picks in practice as a rookie or whatever it was, yeah. I wonder if that was red area because that's be. info you yeah. don't always get. Remember, Bortles mm-hmm. had a practice. Well, Bortles yep. is Bortles, but yeah, yeah. we got reports. We were up at the Greenbrier. Bortles had thrown five picks. I yeah. wonder if it was red area because you're right. The windows are so tight. tight. Ball's batted. Mm-hmm. Somebody picks it off. And, look, there are no excuses here. 
Mills is a rookie. That was a great day for him in that he got a taste of the ones, yeah. a big chunk. Yep. I mean, a big meal with the ones and gets to look at the tape. I thought, great. Day off Sunday. Look at the tape. See what you need to do. Learn something and then try to do better next time. That, you know, yeah. If Mills was out here dealing, I would say, oh, boy, this defense is in big trouble. <laughs> I would. Right. I know. I, would. I know. I, I know. mean, I might not say it that loud, but well, I would think that they'd be in big trouble if Mills was just out here dealing as a third round yeah. draft choice. Mills shows a lot of promise. But right. the thing is, I think, Johnny, this defense, you're not dealing with 10 rookies out there. These no. are veteran players. They're not stupid. They've been around this league, and they've made plays. Look, do the research. Not you, but everybody. Mm-hmm. Read our stuff. We'll tell you. They've got players on defense. This defense is going to be better than people think. I agree. And I think that's maybe the the surprise I say in air quotes. So if you're in your car looking, thinking what my face looks like, I'm putting the air quotes mm-hmm. uh, next to it. It is that. It's, I think, the defense overall. The defense has looked fairly sharp. Mm-hmm. It's looked pretty – I just – I kept expecting there to be, you know, a bust here, a bust there, you know, or, or a, a, an MA, misassignment, mm-hmm. mental error, whatever. You're just not – you're not seeing those. Right. And you're seeing guys making some plays on the ball. I think, to me – and the pads haven't gone on yet, so I, I kind of get it. But that said – Watch the defensive line and some of the things that those guys are doing up front. Charles Amenahu, to me, has been the clear winner thus far in camp. Now, I, I just watching him in pass rush drills, seeing him bat down passes in team, just seeing a guy up front making a significant impact. And like the general said, if you project his numbers over 17 games, what's he going to be able to do? Because at the end of 17 games, you look up and go, dang, he had that many quarterback hits? And even if you do it on average, which you probably should do, is over the years when he's been on the field, I mean, I just over the years, I mean, they're just plays I can remember of Charles Amenahu over the last couple of years making big plays and big games. There were guys that started and played significant minutes for this team and significant play counts for this team. Hey, do you remember a play by this guy? Nope. Nope. Don't remember. Not one. Wow. So from that perspective, I think Charles is really taking a step. But I think the whole defensive line – the last play. The last play of the day, for some reason, has stood out to me. And I'm trying to remember one. Uh, there was one on Friday. I don't remember. But on Saturday, it stood out to me because I was standing right in line. I could see the defensive line. And I watched Big Roy, Roy Lopez. That's my just, guy. I mean, just like, I mean, he darts inside to get the guard to kind of set inside. And then immediately, like, and just goes to the goes to the outside. So he stepped into A gap, went to B gap, and ripped right by the guard. Johnny, they list him at six two. <laughs> I don't, but I don't care about that, I, Mark. I no, don't. Care I know. I like height. the low center of gravity because it looks like he's got that, and he's, he's got a little so quick. Is it? Can I use the word twitch with a guy like? It's yes, not really, you can. It's you big man want twitch. to use you want to use but, the word twitch for a big 320 man. Three hundred twenty pounds. It's not. It's not twitch twitch. It's. Well, twitch big man on a twitch curve. is different. Yeah. It's big man twitch. We need yeah. a word for that. Big Wiggle? man twitch. <laughs> no, wiggle's not good. I don't know. But wiggle's the nice thing here at practice is they put up the big video boards on the end. So yeah. I can watch a play like I do in the, in the stadium. I can watch a play live and then look up at the, the board and watch the video. And the nice thing about the video is you get both angles. You get the all lev- the all 22, I mean, and then you get the uh, end zone shot. And I just... I, we were walking off, and you were kind of walking that way, and I kind of hit you and went, hey, your guy just made a huge play, and that was Roy. But it's been like that for mm-hmm. the defensive line throughout. Now, when the pads go on, oh, you know, we'll see. 
We'll see. But right now, I'm watching some defensive linemen do some good things. Here's the other thing. On Saturday, I was watching the, the pass rush, and it was really the, kind of the second, the twos and threes, essentially, guys you would think are twos and threes. That were the offensive linemen, and they ran the full defensive line gamut at them. So the front guys, the first guys, they, they kind of first rep kind of won it. Second and third reps, you could see the offensive linemen walk over, get some coaching, make an adjustment, get back out there, and then fare better. And I loved, loved, loved seeing that with guys that, hey, I don't, I don't know how many of those guys are going to make the team, how they're going to be on the practice squad. I don't know. But just to see them take the coaching, mm-hmm. go back out there, and have more success, I thought it was pretty interesting. Well, if you're a coach out here, and I want to ask Nick Casario about this, it, you know, guys that are fringe sort of guys, and I hesitate to use that word with him, you're just trying to get them better. Right. See where it goes, yeah. right? Absolutely. You're always going to be teaching. These guys are teachers. All right, Nick Casario, general manager of the Texans, next here on Texans Training Camp Live. Download the Texans mobile app for news, videos, alerts, and more on your Houston Texans. The Houston Texans scratch ticket from the Texas Lottery is your ticket for a chance to win up to $100,000. And it's your opportunity to enter promotional drawings for a chance to win an away game trip on a private plane, VIP season tickets, luxury suite tickets to a home game, and more. So get your Houston Texans scratch ticket today. Houston NFL Holdings LP, all rights reserved. For detailed game odds and information, visit txlottery.org or call 800-375-6886. Must be 18 or older to purchase a ticket or enter a promotional second chance drawing. Play responsibly. Hey, Texans fans, you are lucky dogs because the Texans have teamed up with Home Smokehouse to make the best-tasting small-batch pecan-smoked hot dog only available at NRG Stadium. That's right, Home Smokehouse, voted number one in taste, has been smoking in Texas since 1970. And believe me, you've never really tasted a hot dog till you bite into a Home Smokehouse pecan-smoked hot dog. There's no taste like Home's. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans. You've got a lot going on, so how do you find time to take care of you? At Houston Methodist, we work around your busy life. There's same-day primary care appointments, online scheduling to see our world-class specialists, access to all your records through my chart, and video visits 24-7 if you need urgent care, bringing you Houston Methodist's expertise wherever, whenever you need it. Visit HoustonMethodist.org to find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. At CTW, we get that the ways we collaborate have changed. But I've grown accustomed to the high-pitched musical sound of my squeaky whiteboard marker. I hear you. With a Cisco WebEx solution configured by CDW, you can easily share notes and documents and even whiteboard from your very own computer. Goodbye, sweet marker. You've served us well. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash Cisco collaboration. We're the only media outlet taking you inside Camp Casario with exclusive player interviews. First year running back of the Texans, Philip Lindsay. This is a great crew of running backs. Probably one of the best I've ever been around. Regular talks with GM Nick Casario. We've been calling it Camp Casario. Good morning. Not sure who came up with that moniker, but yeah, we'll have some fun with that. And Hall of Famer John McClain. The offensive line is going to be better than a lot of people think. We're live from Camp Casario daily with everything you need to know as it happens. Insider Access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans play here. This is Texans Radio. 
The all-new Hyundai Elantra, unlike a number of competitors, offers completely wireless Apple CarPlay, so you can seamlessly connect to all your smartphone apps without a cable. The Elantra, named 2021 North American Car of the Year. Now get 0% APR for 60 months, plus zero payments for 90 days on the Elantra. See your local Hyundai dealer, the official car of the Houston Texans, for well-qualified buyers only. Offers end 821. Call 469-613-0227 for more details. When it comes to buying a home, look to the experts at TDECU. We're made for this market with quick pre-qualifications so you can make a competitive offer fast. We have unique options for you like no money down or up to 103% financing. TDECU Mortgage is here for you. If you can't find the home that's right for you, build it with a great construction loan. You've got this. TDECU Mortgage. We make home happen. Visit TDECU.org for details. Equal housing lender. At Red Diamond, we know that beating the heat on a hot summer's day isn't always easy. You can try taking a dip at the local pool. Or you can camp out in front of the fan. Does it go any higher? But there's simply nothing more refreshing than the taste of ice-cold, fresh-brewed Red Diamond tea. Red Diamond. Perfect's not easy. Two is better than one. How many times have you heard that one? More than once, I bet, because it just adds up. For example, there are two, not one, great reasons to fill up with Chevron with Tecron. Number one, unbeatable cleaning power. And number two, or maybe this should be number one, unbeatable mileage. Plus, Chevron puts Tecron in every grade, every gallon of their gasoline. So that's two, no wait, three unbeatable reasons to go with the one and only Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. It's always better to get more than what you're expecting. With Houston Texans season tickets, you get just that, more. Not only will you secure your seat in the stands for every memorable moment at NRG Stadium, you'll also receive benefits all year round like significant savings versus individual game tickets, early access to Texans events like draft day and training camp, and more. Experience game day together and visit HoustonTexans.com slash tickets. Tickets. This is Justin Reed. And this is picked off by Reed, and he's going to score. And you're listening to Texans Radio. At Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity, Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. Joined now by the general manager of your Houston Texans, Nick Casario. Nick, day off yesterday, but I know you guys were working, right? Yeah, good morning. (laughs) Oh, yeah, getting ready for a big week. This will be a good week. You know, got a good start last week, four good days. Uh, players had a chance to recover, um, kind of go through some things. We talked about the team, kind of went through the personnel and kind of what the expectation is heading into this week. So we'll get another day kind of similar to what we did last week relative to what we can do on a practice field in terms of helmets and that. And then tomorrow we'll kick into a different gear and there'll be a little bit different emphasis. But it's a big week for us to try to make improvement as a football team. It's a longer camp because usually in a non-COVID year, you'd start practice two weeks before that first preseason game. Now you have the extra three days. How does that help? Uh, it just gives you more time to kind of see what you have as a team and mm-hmm. kind of get your team ready to play. Again, it's not necessarily about scheme and kind of getting ready for an opponent this week. It's really mm-hmm. on basic execution and fundamentals, and the installation has gone, gone in, and by probably midweek we'll have essentially everything installed. 
then we'll have to worry about some of the situational elements. Um, so, again, then you kind of transition to sort of game week preparation, but it's not as if it'll be necessarily game planning. There'll be certain things that we're going to want to do in the game just to give the players the best chance to have some success on the field. Nick, I would imagine over the last how many ever years you thought about being a general manager and what that would be like. You've now done it for six months. Has there been anything that's been surprising to you that you were like, man, I didn't see that one coming uh, in this situation as you've taken over? Anything training camp, anything before that? Has there been any surprises, or were you fairly prepared for what you were going to see when you got here? It's a great question. I think what you have to do is, over the course of your time, however long you've been in the league, whatever your level of experience is, just try to take some of the things that are core and that you've learned that are sort of foundational and try to implement those and understand that every situation, every team is going to be different. So, again, there's things that are going to pop up that necessarily you haven't prepared for or thought about. I think it's how you respond to those situations and the quickness with which you do it and then be able to make the decision and move forward. So I'd say, again, I wouldn't say necessarily anything surprising, John. It's just day-to-day maybe there's some yep. different things that you just have to deal with specific to your team that maybe you hadn't anticipated. Nick Casario joining us. Terod Taylor had the excused absence on Saturday. What's the situation with him, and is there an update on the Deshaun Watson situation? Yeah, Tyrod's back here. Um, he'll practice today. Uh, no real update or change um, on Deshaun's situation. Um, he was here last week. Um, I would say he was, uh, he was fairly active. He was in the meetings, receptive to the information, interacted with his teammates. So, again, we'll take it one day at a time like, we, like we've been doing. Nick, in a situation where you have so many new players, how important is it to have a guy like Terod who's, I don't say been there, done that, but a guy that's very calm, seemingly, poised, doesn't look like he gets rattled. How important is it to have a guy like that with so much new going around? Yeah, it's a good question. I think the overall composition of the team, we have a lot of players that have experience. Um, and, again, I think one thing you have to do is just go out there and perform your job and execute your responsibility. And how you do your job is really more important than anything else. So, again, we talked about this this morning. I thought David had a great quote. It's, you know, well done is better than well said. So it's about, <laughs> you know, what yep. you do on the field and then, when you have confidence, when you do the right thing and the guy next to you sees that you're going to do the right thing, then you in turn have confidence in each other because ultimately on Sunday, that's what it's going to come down to. I mean, you can't, you know, you're not going to hear what a coach is yelling from the sideline or telling you on the sideline. You're going to be listening to the guy next to you or the guy behind you for the information, and hopefully you've trained your mind and your body so that you're prepared and can react accordingly and go out there and execute um, each play to the best of your ability. Well, speaking of well done, it's been said to me that defenses can develop quickly sometimes because you're breaking something down as opposed to building something up with the offense. So what do you think of the defensive performance so far? We saw some batted balls and picks on Saturday. This camp, a lot of veterans coming together in short order. Yeah, again, you're, there's peaks and valleys. Some days offense is going to have more success than the defense. The defense is going to have better days than the offense. That's training camp, so it's about really how you respond. But specific to the defense, I think the effort has been good. We have a lot of guys that are getting to the football. Um, you're starting to see some of the team speed show up a little bit. So, again, creating negative plays, is it's not about one individual, one player. It's about a collective team effort. So it's the front has to do their job. The linebackers have to do their job. And then we have to get all 11 hats to the ball. Um, but the communication has been good. There's been a lot of energy, um, a lot of communication. Um, they've, they've been able to get their hands on some balls here in the training camp, and you just hope that continues moving forward. I really want to ask about the rookies because that would lead me to a question about the draft, but I know you poo-poo that. So I'm going to ask you <laughs> You're already get... preparing for the draft. I know. I'm, so you're starting I know. I'm, already, I'm already there. So are we. <laughs> I, I know you are, which is a good sign. But – Without pads, I get asked this a lot, Nick. 
people say, hey, what can you what can you learn about the big guys without pads? They're not wearing pads. They're not hitting. Uh, you know, it's a passing camp until the pads go on. But what can you learn about the guys when they're not wearing pads down in the trenches? It's a great question. Do they know what to do? Can they execute their assignment? Can they do it with the right fundamentals and techniques? Yeah. So then you can watch those things. You can see those things. And if you need to get something corrected, you can go ahead and get it corrected. Uh, like, are we getting the blocking the blockers distributed appropriately right. in pass protection? Okay, did he miss a slide call? Okay, what happened? So there's things that you absolutely can see and evaluate. And then again, once you get into a, a, a padded practice setting, then you can kind of see some of the I would say the physical toughness come to fruition, yep. and then you can have a little bit more emphasis on a running game. But each day, whatever you're doing on the practice field, is an opportunity for the player, A, to show the staff they know what to do, and then, again, going back to what we just talked about, instill confidence in your teammates around you. All right, we see you out here writing down things on a piece of paper on your notepad. So what kinds of things do you write? What can you share with the listeners? What kinds of things might be are you my taking? grocery list? So in case I, <laughs> I think it's something, pick up the dry cleaning. But what, what are you writing down, and what are you looking at later on tape? Maybe specific player interaction or performance. What are you looking at? Some of it is logistical, just operational. There's some things with practice or the flow of practice, or you know, a drill or a timing element, that kind of thing. Um, and then again, you just. As you see things, you just something pops into your head about, mm-hmm. okay, what happened on this play? You know, just make a note, go back, and hey, what happened there? So, again, it, you're not going to see everything. You can't write a million things down. I mean, I don't think you're like watching a play and evaluating, making notes about he took the wrong step, he did this, he did that. Thinking what you're trying to do is you get a general overview of the play, see what happened, okay, did they execute their assignment, and if something seems out of place, just go back and figure out, all right, what happened? You know, like mm-hmm. we had the, the first play of uh, kickoff coverage uh, the other day. Um, you know, we lost leverage on the left side as we're going down to cover it. So you want to make a note, hey, what happened? Okay, let's go back. And then we, when you see the film, you can see what happened where the breakdown was. So I think those are the types of things you're trying to see in, in real time and real speed as it happens. And then you go back. I mean, John's writing down way more things on a practice field than I probably am. <laughs> you know he needs to get a recorder so he doesn't write everything down in his notebook. I wish. But you know what's helped me, Nick? And, and I don't know if you guys do this too, but I noticed the other day you guys will put some of the team stuff on the big video board. So yeah. like I'm in the stadium watching a game, I'll watch a play and go, I think this was this, but let me conf-, – and then you show it up there. Do you find yourself looking up there at all to go, wait a second, what did we do there? Can I get a quick note from just seeing that uh, replay? It's a good point, John. I don't do that necessarily. Yeah. Some players, when they come off on the sidelines, yeah. and I think when you're going not necessarily O versus D, but when the yeah. players come off, they might be able to peek up. And then we also – our technology team does a great job. Have the iPads on the sidelines. Some yeah. coaches might want to go with their player – and they can go through the series real quick and yep. kind of see what happened, which what that does, that actually simulates the game process because yep. mm-hmm. what happens is, okay, the offense is on the field, run X amount of plays, come off to the sideline, you sit in your groups, and then each coach has an iPad, and they go through the series about what happened. So, again, you're trying to train your mind and train your process so that it's not necessarily all of a sudden what we do right. on Sunday is something new. So yep. I'd say that's the benefit of some of the technology that's out here. Yep. By the way, we need an off-season quarterback competition, like a skills competition with you, Cully, because he played the position. Right, Bazargan played. Right, you got Dylan yeah. Thompson. Out. You got a lot of quarterbacks out here, Nick. We do. I'm, I'm all game. I'm, 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 I'm ready to go. So the old quarterback challenge. Yeah, the old quarterback. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'll drive a golf cart. I don't know if David. I don't know if David want to do that. He might say I'm too old for that. For the, but. He'll run the option for the Houston Texans Foundation. He was a way better. He he's faster than me. So I was a bit. I was slow. I couldn't run. So. 
I was like too, so they now. played me at safety in the Ivy League. It's a little different. Uh, oh, a little boy. different. Oh, we got to see tape on that. Nick, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, thanks so much. Lot. Have a great day. All right, Nick Casario joining us. He'll visit a few more times during our Texans Trading Camp Live programs. We continue through this week and the following Tuesday, so a week from tomorrow, the 10th. is our last show, the 10th. You know all the dates and everything. Next week is game week. Don't, don't, because I'm not going to This do is it. why I know I'm the dates. This is why I know the dates, so because I know this. suckered into that. We play on the 14th. Mm-hmm. We play on the 21st to the 28th. We play on the 12th. That's what I. That's what I know. Yeah, I wish we were going there on the ninth, uh, Green Bay, <laughs> for practice. That would be nice. <laughs> it would be nice. I mean, is it too late for us to catch nice. a flight and go up to Green Bay for some practice sessions with the oh, Packers? Uh, but it's a beautiful day here today, as General pointed out. A cold front is in, and it's only going to be ninety today, so that's nice. We got fans here in attendance at the Houston Methodist Training Center. Uh, Charlie Heck. Joining us in the next hour, good conversation with him. Also, position group breakdown, the offensive line. And nobody does it better than Johnny Harris in two-minute drill, hurry-up offense, fashion to the NFL music. We will do the O-line next here on Texans Training Camp Live. Who's looking good? Who'll need to step up? How's the depth chart looking? The answers are right here on Texans Training Camp Live. Presented by Xfinity. Teachers and parents, are you looking for an educational resource to keep your students engaged? The Houston Texans Toro and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value. All while having fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the Kids School Program page and run your students through Toro's Math Drills. Presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job and a serious one at that. And each day is a new opportunity for adventure. At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official Children's Hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style. At Amogee Bank, it's all about relationships. And in talking with our customers, we found a consistent theme. Having a banking professional speak to me on a personal level has meant a lot. Amogee Bank made it happen for us. They make you feel important. You don't get that everywhere. Thank you to Amogee Bank from all of us and all of our families. From our fans to yours. Here's to more family, business, and banking. Amogee Bank, Lions Bank Corporation, NA, member FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans want your kid to play flag football. We're teaming up with the YMCA of Greater Houston to offer NFL flag football for boys and girls ages 7 through 13. Flag football is a safe, non-contact way to learn football. This skills-driven sport teaches teamwork, keeps kids physically active, and gets the whole family involved. Register before the deadline on September 3rd, and you are entered to win tickets to a Texans game. Visit HoustonTexans.com slash YMCA flag. Super Bowl 56 is heading to SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. And On Location can make your whole weekend unforgettable. Forgettable. With On Location, you can enjoy pre-game parties. Choose from an incredible selection of game time seats. And get unmatched access throughout it all. On Location is the official hospitality partner of the NFL. And the only way to experience the ultimate Super Bowl. Visit NFLOnLocation.com slash Super Bowl for more information. That's NFLOnLocation.com slash Super Bowl. 
What makes one head of lettuce better than another? What makes a grape greater? At Kroger, we take scrutinizing freshness to a whole new level. We're only the best of the best of the best will do. We're seriously serious about what goes on our shelves, so only the freshest makes the grade. That means not every leafy green leaves the field. Not every cauliflower makes the cut. So if we've got it at Kroger, you can bet your bananas that it's not just fresh, it's fresher than fresh. Kroger, fresh for everyone. More Texans Radio is on the way. Right now at Mattress Firm, upgrade your sleep and save up to $400 on our best brands. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase or get a $300 instant gift when you shop Tempur-Pedic, the number one rated mattress in America. Our sleep experts have over 200 hours of training, and with our low-price guarantee, you can rest assured you'll get the best bed at the best price, only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale. Transocean loves Houston and Houston loves football. From Friday night lights to Texans game day, everybody rallies around football. But behind the scenes of every game is another great Houston institution, oil. It takes a company like Transocean to unlock this valuable resource from the deepest depths and farthest reaches around the globe. As the leading offshore driller, they've tackled every challenge head on and have the stats to back it up. Transocean is service focused, data driven, and performance oriented. Check them out at deepwater.com. The Houston Texans scratch ticket from the Texas Lottery is your ticket for a chance to win up to $100,000. And it's your opportunity to enter promotional drawings for a chance to win an away game trip on a private plane, VIP season tickets, luxury suite tickets to a home game, and more. So get your Houston Texans scratch ticket today. Houston NFL Holdings LP, all rights reserved. For detailed game odds and information, visit txlottery.org or call 800-375-6886. Must be 18 or older to purchase a ticket or enter a promotional second chance drawing. Play responsibly. At Mustang Cat, we understand that the work never ends. As the Caterpillar dealer for Southeast Texas, we deliver the equipment, service, parts, and rentals you need to keep doing the work. For a limited time, Mustang Cat is offering 0% financing with no money down on all compact equipment. Learn more at MustangCat.com or call us at 888-MYCAT20. Mustang Cat, building Texas, powering the world. The unforgettable college football Saturday you've been craving is happening right here in Houston. Tickets and suites are on sale now to experience the 2021 Texas kickoff as the Houston Cougars take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders at NRG Stadium Saturday, September 4th. Start off the college football season right to reserve your seats and get details on the latest event news, ticket discounts, and more. Go to TexasKickoff.com. KILT, KILT FM, HD2, Houston. We're broadcasting live during Texans practices, bringing you inside the walls of Camp Casario. Insider access, exclusive content, Sports Radio 610. The Texans play here. An Odyssey Station. An Odyssey Station. An Odyssey. Texans training camp is underway. Get all the breaking news, updates, interviews, and more right now at HoustonTexans.com. Now back to Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity. Players on the field, defense, special teams, some guys still in the bubble. Deshaun Watson is here today. Quarterback attendance, Watson is here. I haven't seen Taylor yet, but he's reportedly here. He's 
Yeah, he made his way to the bubble, and I didn't see yeah. the bubble. The entrance to the bubble is behind us. I don't see everybody going into the bubble. Like, I see Mark Ingram walking in there now. Yeah. And we've got but a they come out the other side, too. We can't even see that. Yeah, and they come out. And Mark Ingram, by the way, D.P. Sidhu caught up with him on NFL Network over the weekend. We'll have that one for you this week at some point. Uh, he was good. I mean, he's just great. Andre told us when they signed him, Andre was all yeah. excited about Mark Ingram. Yep. And, you know, he's in the fraternity, right? So that's of a big course. deal. Andre's birthday was over the weekend. Happy birthday, Andre. And uh, Lovey Smith making his way onto the field. Yeah, he's Lovey's cut. <laughs> Lovey is cut. <laughs> Don't let the beard fool you. If he you, is cut. If you see him from behind and you're not totally sure who it is. It's like that guy's 25 years like, old. Uh, excuse and me. And then he turns around. You're like, whoa, it's Lovey. Yeah. He's, I, and I mean, standing next to him, you're like, I, I know. I'm not putting old on him what at all. No. But standing next to him, I mean, he's he's up there, and he went to – here's the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. If you went to high school mm-hmm. or even college without the internet, is that you're old? old? Yeah. You're well, old. He's, he's older than that, though. I know. I know. I'm saying – I went but, to college without the internet. I know. I did, too. We had but, a mainframe computer. You had to log on and, like, type in that, like, uh, that old computer font. Yeah. Like, wait a like, second. font was not even a thing. When like, I arrived, When I arrived, they were like – You've got this thing called electric mail, like email. Like, what do I do with it? What do I, what do, I do? Like, send people mail on the campus? I'll just go find them and talk to them. That was, of course, thinking way back then. But anyway, so when, young. When you, you when you, that. when you talk, when when you see him, you're like, whoa. But the question of the day on Saturday was, as you mentioned, bearded lovey, not bearded lovey. Mm-hmm. Everybody was, everybody was bearded lovey, right? Except for lovey. He didn't pick either. You know what his reaction was? He walked by, and it was just <laughs> he, he just laughed. Yeah. He absolutely laughed, and it was it was a riot. Nick Casario walked by and was like, oh, you'll get great content with that one. <laughs> uh, Nick's great. He's we wonderful. Did. We just had him on. He's yeah. just fantastic. He's just a great, great interview. Uh, gives you a lot of information. I know people want to know. Well, I want to know what you really think about it. Come on. Seriously? Tell you me, know. tell me which GM or head coach tells yeah. you everything they're thinking. You'd rather, ju- you know, look. You'd rather, of course, you want to know every little detail yeah. about every little player, but that's not going to make it really effective to do business, is it? As an NFL team, that's going to last one interview and then it's over. Yeah, so, exactly. So there, you know, you know what bothers me though, the okay. guys who were GMs and don't really give you the good stuff now, okay. The guys who are GMs, who were GMs, and are in the media, oh, okay. and don't really okay. like. I like Charlie. Hey, see, I'll yeah. tell you, I'll tell you how it is. See, mm-hmm. and w- the problem with the platforms they have is y- they're not going to ask Charlie Casley much about the Hogs, and you know that was pre-free agency and how they right. kept that great offensive line together in Washington and right. all that stuff. They're not going to ask him about that because it's not the format. Right, but. You know what? I'm going to get Charlie Casually on a podcast. We're going to go nuts. Okay. We're going to go nuts. He was a high school football Minichog, Massachusetts, and decided to work for Washington as a public relations intern and mm-hmm. eventually became the general manager. I mean, that's how dreams are in this country, right? Well, that's what Marty Herney did. Marty Herney, yeah. former GM of the Carolina Panthers, did the same thing. He was a PR intern. I think he actually worked for a newspaper before he got with mm-hmm. an NFL organization, worked his way up and became a GM. and was instrumental in building that 2015 team. I think he's with the Washington football team now, up with uh, Ron Rivera, who, speaking of, had something to say. <laughs> Coach Rivera had a little something to say about his team 
Uh, not not taking care of him Ooh. because he's immune immune compromised. Oh, about the vaccinations. Yeah, so he yeah, was he was a little thereof. he was a little uh, he was a little peeved about that. But I'll tell you who gives you something. Maybe it's Bill Polian. I was listening to NFL does, Radio late one night. Good point. And Bill Polian went on. Mark, I'm not joking. He went on a seven and a half minute <laughs> soliloquy talk soliloquy, yeah. whatever you want to call it, about the franchise tag. Oh, but it, I bet it was interesting because he talked about the history. I hung on every single yeah. word no, because he's good. He, he was like there. That. He yeah. was there at the. He he was in the room when they came up with the franchise tag, Jeez. and they were talking about how the franchise tag, the franchise tags effect, is not what it was meant to be now. And he kind of went through the history of it. I was hanging on every single oh, word. Coach Cully is addressing the fans right now on the mic. You probably can't hear. You can't him. hear it, but and it's. It's, you know, we got to find a way to get that on the air. We're going to find a way, folks. We're going to find a way to get that on the air. He's addressing the fans here on the mic, and it's beautiful stuff as we're shooting it. So it'll be out on our Texans platform soon enough. It's not like he's giving us seven and a half minutes of soliloquy. No, 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 no. He's just doing his thing. All right, no. let's do a position group breakdown right now. Ooh, let's here go. Live let's go. from the Houston Methodist Training Center, the humid tundra as... I channel John Facenda, offensive line Johnny. And let's go, as I like to say, in no particular order. We'll start with, well, Marcus Cannon, but he is not really readily available. He's not readily available, but when he does become available, his, just the resource that he is right now, I know a lot of young guys, uh, I've seen, talk to Marcus during the practice. He's talking to young guys. And not only just young guys, he's talking to Titus Howard. Uh, he's talking to Larry Tunsil. He is a major resource for these guys right now. And hopefully he'll get back relatively soon and we can see him be it at guard or tackle. We'll see how that all plays out. But he's just going to be a valuable resource to have on this team, no doubt. Go from a double-digit year veteran to a rookie free agent out of college, Texas A&M, Carson Green. Yeah, Carson played right tackle at Texas A&M. And I've seen him kind of all over the place. Uh, here with the Texans, and I, I don't know what's best for him, but he was part of that Maroon Goon squad at Texas A&M, so I can't wait to see when the pads go on because he looks relatively comfortable out here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that results in a roster spot, but I do think it results in more time. That's really what you want. You want more time. It's year five for Rod Johnson. They developed him. They put him in the gym. He was kind of left for dead, mm-hmm. and here he is. He's a very good contributor at the tackle spot. Could start for a lot of teams in the league. What do you think of Rod? One of the more underrated players I think this team actually has. I think people forget about him because, well, you have Laramie, you have Titus, but how many times have we seen Rod have to step in because Laramie's out or Titus is out or somebody's banged up and he can move things around and all of a sudden 63 comes in the game. He is just that reliable, and his game has gotten even better. Now he's coming off an injury. From last year, I think it's the last game of the year, he got dinged up. So he's still kind of getting past that, but I think he looks pretty I think he looks pretty good. And like I said, underrated is the perfect word I would use to describe. You've got to have a guy like Rod Johnson. You have to. On an offensive line, you do. All right, with injuries and such, McCray, Justin McCray, yes. a fifth year player out of UCF, is getting a lot of reps with the first line. So what are you thinking of Justin so far? Again, a guy a lot like Rod, sort of underrated. He started in this league before, playing with the Packers. I think it was the Browns. I think last year was with the Falcons. And that's the thing with the, with the depth on this team. I think there are probably, I think I did the math on it one day, I think there are 10 guys that have started a game in the NFL. And, and he's one of them. He's a guy 
that uh, James Campen worked with in Green Bay. So there's familiarity there. And I like familiarity. And I think he's a veteran just watching him move. I think he looks more fluid than what we had at guard last year. So I'm excited to see what he's able to do. All right, another guy worked with James Campen in Green Bay, Lane Taylor, ninth year out of Oklahoma State. Yeah, I wish he were healthy. I just wish he were healthy, and, and, I, and I hope he's close. What's the so, projection, you think? I don't know. I don't Dr. know. Dr. Harris. You know, he, started, he started game one in 2020 and for the Packers and then got hurt in that game and then was out for the rest of the year, and it was the same thing the year before in 2019. He started, I think, a couple games and then was out for the year. So. I, I want to believe that there's something there, but it's just so hard with him having missed the last playing basically three games in the last two years, what what he's got left in the tank. I would imagine if the Texans and Nick Sarah didn't think there was something left in the tank, they wouldn't even enter, and they would not mm. even entertain the thought of signing him. So I think there's something there, and hopefully we'll get a chance to see it soon. All right, so Cole Toner from your favorite university in his fourth yeah, year. Don't even start. All right, they're the don't rival of every other Ivy League team, Harvard. Yeah. So what's uh, Cole Toner to do here to try to make this squad? You know, Cole's getting some reps with, uh, I think it was the ones the other day, if I remember correctly, and he can play a number of different spots. He takes snaps at center. He can move over to guard. He started a few games for the Chargers, one of those guys that started in the league last year. So he's got experience. Huh? I just don't. I don't think we can make enough of that, that the depth that you have at those positions are guys that have got a ton of experience. Justin McCray's got that. Cole Toner's got that. Um, obviously, the guys up front have got it. Rod Johnson has started. Charlie Heck started two games last year. So there's experience and starting experience even last year for these guys in the offensive line. And Cole fits right into that. All right. Speaking of Charlie Heck, what about him? Well, the mustache has got to go. <laughs> you think so? But the funniest thing, the funniest thing was talking to um, – to Max Sharping the other day, and Max was like, yeah, we did it as a joke, and then he turned the joke back on us and kept it. <laughs> but he's come a long way. Mark, at this point last year, I didn't think I, – I really was concerned whether Charlie was going to make the team. I just thought he was struggling. He just wasn't seemingly getting it. He just didn't look like it was right. And then as the year wore on and he got into games at the end of the year, he actually played – much better than I expected. Now, it's year two. You've had some starting experience. We expect more out of you. I kind of hope we don't see him, but Mm -hmm. we may have to. And if we do, I feel very confident he's going to go out there and give them a lot even better reps than he did at the end of last year. The stalwart from Seattle. Okay, it's been slow going lately, but Justin Britt here, and look at his start at center. Stout, thick, former wrestler. uh, Will fight you in a phone booth. Really doesn't lose leverage-wise. And I always felt like the last few years... Um, you know, with Nick and, and other centers, they would get knocked back a lot. And that would throw off your zone running game in particular. I don't think Justin Britt's going to get knocked off a lot. He's got a thick trunk, legs, base, that that's not going to happen. And he wins leverage battles because of that wrestling experience. So I'm really excited to see him stay healthy and see what he's got. By the way, Clint Sterner just walked in, and I think he's had the best tweet of this camp. I'll share that with you in just a few moments here. Let's go to Jordan Steckler. Out of Northern Illinois. Yeah, teammate of Max Sharping and was with the Patriots, yes. the practice squad last year. So Nick Sarah got a chance to see them up close and personal. I think he's a guy, when the pads go on, he's got to make an impression early to be able to have a little momentum to potentially get on this 53-man roster, worst case, get a spot on the practice squad. All right, Titus Howard, year three already for Titus. What do you think? It's that year. It's that year. It was Dwayne Brown's year in 2010. It was the third year. It's the third year for Titus. And I was watching the pass rush rep the other day, 
and I can't remember. I think it was against Charles, maybe. And Charles tried to throw a move on him. And Titus just sat back on his haunches, knees bent, perfect position, and just locked him up. And I was like, that's the Titus Howard that's there, and that's the Titus Howard we have to see every single snap he's on the field. Do I have He's got to be more consistent. Haunches. Yeah, but they're just not as big as Titus okay. is. All right. Jaron Christian Sr. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what he's going to be able to bring once he gets out here. Mm-hmm. It's either NFI or COVID. I'm not sure which one it is. But he started six games last year for the Washington football team. And he's got some ability to play Jeez. out on the edge. He's they got won some, their division. Yeah, he's got he's got some things he's got to clean up in his game. But he's a whale of an athlete and a big, long dude for sure. Okay, Max Sharping. We're going to hear from him soon enough. Yeah, I think last year for Max, he's mentioned this to me a couple of times and mentioned it to us. You're not having the offseason. thought was very difficult for him. You know, you come out of year one. You've started all year long. You come into year two. But you don't have that year one to year two gap, you know, filled with – a lot of work here, a lot of off-season work, and I think it really showed last year. And I think Max, I think Max lost confidence last year. I think he's got it back. He's seemingly playing much more sound. He's had a full off-season. I think that's really going to help him in year three. All right, so we have two Aggie rookies on the team: Carson Green, one of the O linemen, and Ryan McCollum, the other. Yeah, Ryan played center all year long for AM. And look, I think if you can play center, I think you've got an opportunity to stick around. In any way, shape, or form. Mm, just that point. that ability to play center. Just if you know where, you know, here's the mic. You can help your quarterback. No, he's the mic. This is what we're doing. Hey, we're sliding this way. This is our protection. Here's what we want to do. If you can do that, you're going to stick around this league, whether you play one down or, or none. But you can be around for 10 years if you just know what to do. And I think at center, you've got that opportunity for sure. All right. Uh, boy, Froholt. How do you pronounce his first name? I don't know. That, that <laughs> He's from I don't Denmark. Know. I don't know. We, we need the pronunciation guide on that. Uh, I'm telling you, Mark, that is a thick dude. He is thick. I don't think his weight is very high, but he carries, man, all that weight in his butt, legs, and thighs. I mean, he's a thick guy. And he was the Patriots last year. He actually played in a few games. Might have been some special teams work. And then he came here at the, la- at the end of last year to be on the practice squad. And I think he's a guy that's got some potential, but it's not quite there yet. But, man, he is – he's a unit. And I, there's something there with him. I don't know. There's something about those guys from Arkansas. you got to love them. And last but certainly not least at all, yeah. Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, I, I, I just, he's the gold standard position. Mm-hmm. I mean, he makes it look easy, and it's not. Here's a, I, I wrote this in my observations the other day. Before practice – they're kind of way there's about 30 seconds left on the clock before practice actually starts kind of the pre-practice stuff is done and he was just playing catch with dylan thompson and dylan's maybe 40 45 yards on the field and laramie is just like flicking it literally yeah. throwing the ball yeah. 45 50 yards and just dropping it right on him and then when dylan would throw it back to laramie laramie would catch the ball with his hands like at his knees and i was like do we truly understand how athletic that dude is? Yeah, for that size, it's ridiculous. For that size, it reminds the way me of like DJ Reader throwing the football, right? Yeah, and DJ had experience because he was a pitcher. I don't know if right. Laramie has that in his background, but just you know, flicking it fifty yards. Not, and and there was a Twitter thread of a few uh, about a week, week and a half ago, 
some medium ever put out there, I could score a touchdown in the NFL game down on the one yard. I could, I could get that in. I'm like, dude, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. That's a left you tackle. You wouldn't get doing the handoff. You, you wouldn't even. You wouldn't get the handoff. You would see those guys on the other side of you, and you'd be looking at them. You wouldn't get the handoff, and then they somebody would knife through and squash you, and you'd be done for the next eight years. Every once in a while in a pickup basketball game, somebody who, well, I'll give you a good example. At, at the Post Oak Y when I used to play there, there was a guy who would come around who used to play for the Washington Generals, right? Uh-huh, the, yeah. the opponent for the Globetrotters. Right. So he toured with them and stuff. The guy was unbelievable. Like, yeah. you couldn't even get near him. Yes. You, you know, yeah. sh- shooting rainbow threes, driving, dunking. Yeah. Like, no chance for no anybody. Chance. Uh, and that's a guy who played for the Washington Generals. Yeah. Never mind an NBA-type player. Exactly. So these NFL guys, forget it. You think you could punch it in? No, uh-uh. no, no. Not happening. All right. A lot of things just went into my mind right there, and I'm not going to mention all of them. Except I did promise you this. Um, Clint Sterner's tweet, he tweeted about four on the first day. He said, now you know what it's like to be Clint Sterner to train camp practice. <laughs> I, was, I saw that. That was good. That I'm was not doing good. a whole lot. I'll tell you this. Our man Dirty Red, he tweeted something out. This was probably about a week, week and a half ago. He used this phrase, and I don't know I, I don't know if he got it from somewhere or he just came up with it, but he called it the you're not going to tell me what to do generation. And I was like, that's brilliant. That is, that that's is so brilliant. Really, that's really, really good. I want to get Clint over here. Clint. He's focused on watching the quarterbacks. We got to get him over here. Okay. Because we, we got to get him over here. We we're, are talking about we it. Are, we're, we are ta- we're talking about you. We figured, you know, we should just throw you on the air anyway. I mean, but wait a second, though. Okay, we called you over here. But you're watching quarterbacks. We just interrupted all this. Yeah, right? the, the little things, man. I was zeroed in on whether they were getting See? their shoulders turned and, and flipping, flicking the wrist and all that good really? stuff. Really? You get something out of watching yes. that? All right, so this oh, is yeah. just the quarterbacks throwing to, like, the interns. No, it's not the interns. It's yeah, it's just a, just a quick fire and, screen. And they have those batting practice uh, screens. Screens, thank you. Yeah. No, I, this is like this is time for me to go to the restroom, this stuff. <laughs> I need to watch them throw to receivers with DBs and everything like that. Oh, no, man, this is good stuff. Okay. This, this, is, this is where, like right now, they're just shooting the little, the little quick screens out to the receivers. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where you can really see, does a quarterback have to flip and, like, get his feet set and get his shoulders set to get the ball out? Or does he just – does his feet stay anchored? And does he have the arm talent to just almost like a shortstop sort of, throw, yeah. a Carlos Correa type of throw? Yes, absolutely. Can he, can he do those things? And so – got to get it out quick. Yeah, and, and what I really like is I like watching the coach. You look over here, like Tim Kelly, Pep Hamilton, and it looks like they got a couple of, couple of assistants with them. I mean, that, they're, they're, those guys are sweating their tail off. I really like to watch that kind of stuff, too. Yeah, you know, a lot of guys – I know I know you don't believe this, Mark, or you do. Hell, you've been around. But a lot of times there's guys just kind of standing around, just kind of uh-huh. just doing what we're doing right now. In these, right. In these the indiv- paycheck. Yeah, in these individual drills. But when the coach has got sweat run down to the bottom of his shirt, you know they're, they're getting it in. So, yeah. so I like to watch it all, man. Yeah. Well, tell me something. The other day, obviously, in the red area, defense had their way. Yeah. How tough is the red area for a young quarterback? Well, it's, it's the toughest spot on the field for, for any quarterback, right? I mean, the, the, the windows shrink significantly. The speed picks up. Um, you know, your decision-making has to be – you have to be confident, number one, quick with your decision-making. Um, and, and right now, you know, with, with Dave I, – I didn't see the, all the practice uh, Saturday, but I, I heard about it. And uh, for a, a guy like him, you know, you've got to have chemistry and, and you've got to know your guys. And there's just so much unknown right now with him. Not a surprise that he struggles in the red zone the first time he gets down there in a the team drill. And we're in, what is it, day four of camp? Yeah, when exactly. that, day four of camp. Defense is significantly ahead of the offense anyway, so – um, not not surprised that the young fellow struggled a little bit uh, Saturday. And he's going against ones. Yeah, and he had been yeah. going against twos at best. So he's finally seeing the ones. Along those lines, because we're watching the quarterbacks throw, 
How many how many balls would you throw during a training camp practice? Oh wow! Did you, I mean, did you saw ever, your tweet, and I loved your tweet by the way about four here. Yeah, he said now we know what it's like to be at a, to be oh. a Trent Sterner <laughs> football practice. And training camp. Yeah, well, needless to say, I took these individual drills that we're watching right now. I took them a little more serious than the next guy because I knew it was probably the majority of my reps that yeah. day. I, t- I don't know. I don't know, uh, Johnny. I mean, I guess I would throw probably fifty or sixty balls before we before we got into team and then i would yeah, stay man. after practice and do what these guys are doing yep. now to get more work in and a little bit more act like right now they're just working their release points they're working their footwork and then i'm mm-hmm. sure pep hamilton's got them individually working something specifically but you know after practice if you want to just really hone in on accuracy yeah. you don't want to have your coach talking about your feet you don't want to worry about your shoulders you want to mm-hmm. hope hopefully those habits take over well then i'm throwing at, at the square number yep. one number two or number yep. three and then I've, and I've got always had a guy out there with me to compete with me a little bit um, and then, so at that point, I'm just working strict accuracy, just getting accuracy reps. But this out here is all, hey man, where's your big toe pointed at? Is your are your shoulders level? Where are your eyes at? Um, so I don't know. I mean, by the by the time the day finished, man, I would say I'd try to get anywhere from 120, 125 throws in. You know, it's interesting. You talk about accuracy. One of my favorite stories about accuracy is going back to the Senior Bowl in 2018. I'm watching Josh Allen from 10 feet away doing the three square mm-hmm. net, literally from 10 feet away. And he airmails it twice yeah. on, on air. And I'm like, man, this guy's never – like, I like a lot of stuff about him, but he's never going to get it. Like, the accuracy is never going to be there. And last year, he was one of, the more, one of the more accurate quarterbacks in the league. So, at some point, somebody's teaching him, and he's learning how to be more accurate. Well, it's, it's all those guys. You got, you got him. You got – look, Justin Herbert's the same. He's, he's Josh Allen 2.0. Yeah. I mean, you got, you got guys that have all this power. It's like trying to keep a NASCAR on on fifty nine out here. You know, yeah. it's it's tough, and, and they got to learn how to how to hone that power. I, I will always I will always say it's it's the technical side of throwing the football. You can watch a guy throw, and and technically, if he's if he's if he's snapping his wrist, if if he's mm-hmm. um, it, you know if, if it's a short stride, if, yeah. if if it's a twitchy motion, then the odds of him being accurate are a lot uh, are a lot higher than those those high caliber guys like and I say caliber meaning power like yeah. like your Josh Allen's and your Justin Herbert. Those guys have they have so much power, and they've been praised their whole life because of it. I, I saw ESPN posted a video. I don't know if you – I'm sure you guys saw it – of Justin Herbert. And they posted it because he threw the ball 62 oh, yards yeah. or something yeah. in the air. But yeah. if you watch the video, the receiver catches it five yards out of bounds. Yeah. It's like, what are we doing here? You're praising the guy because he threw it 60, but right. he did, it, was, yep. it was incomplete. Yeah. And so – and there was – by the way, it was 100% incomplete because right. you can't catch the ball out of yeah. bounds. Right. Home run so, and foul territory. Right. So those guys trying to hone in on, on not just controlling that power, but then trying to, like you said, hit that dime from 20 yards away, yeah. it's tough to do. How hard is it? You're coming from college. You have some success. All these guys, right? Yeah. And yeah. you do what you do, but they want to change maybe some things like your footwork or your throwing motion or whatever it might be. How hard is it to change that stuff at this level? I mean, you must have to work on that all off season long to get better. Well, a lot of times you do. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. but 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 to me, Mark, about being successful at this level is is I mean, you have to be several things. Obviously, be a really talented player, but you have to be coachable to a to a, a fault. I mean, you have if, if that coach says, "Hey, I want your right big toe in the turf." And I want your your shoulders level. Well, well, damn it, I'm gonna get in the mirror until my right big toes in the turf. My shoulders right. are level. You know, I mean, you you have to be that coachable because ultimately, when you go out there, there's a different. You know, a five a five percent different in, in completion percentage may not matter in college because you can run around, you can make highlight real throws. Mm-hmm. Here, it matters. Right. And oh, I mean, not five percent definitely matters, but two percent may even matter mm-hmm. here. So. Um, if you're not that coachable, by the time you get here, you're you're gonna get they're gonna trim the fat. You're, you're gonna get pushed out the door unless you're just freakishly talented. You're gonna get pushed out the door. So most of the guys here, 
I mean, you you would think that are are extremely coachable, and most importantly, they're not just yes, yes, sir, I'll, I'll do it, but they have the ability to apply pretty quickly when they're told to do something. When does the grind kick into this camp? Right now. Right now. Right Day now. Five. Yeah, I mean the buzz the buzz wears off. You know, the the being around the fellas again wears off. The yeah. fact that COVID nineteen was a mess last year, yeah. all that stuff wears off, and all of a sudden you start thinking about the, the legs getting a little bit heavy. Mm. You know, you're tired of coach yelling at you in, in film and telling you how how often you screw up, and <laughs> you know all the, all that kind of thing. It's, yeah. Right now is the time. The next two three days is when it really starts to grind because will they, will they have a game in in ten practices? Yeah, a preseason yeah. game, something yeah. like that. I saw yeah. the schedule this Nine, morning, a couple of weeks, I guess. Um, so, yeah. you know, you, next Monday you'll be able to look at this thing and go, hey, we got a game coming out of pipe. You start watching a little different film. They start kind of figuring out who, who the ones and the twos are at least going to be for that week. Right. And, and so you can, you can get a little bit more excited. You, 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 uh, these, they're traveling, right? First two games are away. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, you, hey, we're going to travel a little bit. We're going to get on a bus and the plane with the yeah. fellas, and we're going to eat. You know, right. just that that kind of that that'll lighten the grind. But boy, this this week right here, I think was is going to be really really this tough. This is the dog. Day. This is it right Clint, here. Thanks a lot for being with us. You bet, man. Thank Clint you guys. Turner and the show in the afternoon, two o'clock. They'll be in the studio, but talking about today's practice a ton. And Clint will be on our Texans Radio post game shows this year following game one to premiere and that would be a week from saturday night texans at green bay coming up charlie heck will go around the league what's going on in indy oh my gosh and landry's camp questions it's all coming up here on texans radio for the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players check out houstontexans.com what if your preferred hospital could also be your primary care provider At Houston Methodist, we go beyond hospital care, offering you everything from flu shots to well-woman exams to managing your weight and cholesterol. And our primary care doctors and specialists are connected all across the city. So whatever the need, wherever you live, we can be there for you. Visit HoustonMethodist.org to find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. The Houston Texans Scratch Ticket from the Texas Lottery is your ticket for a chance to win up to $100,000. And it's your opportunity to enter promotional drawings for a chance to win an away game trip on a private plane, VIP season tickets, luxury suite tickets to a home game, and more. So get your Houston Texans Scratch Ticket today. Houston NFL Holdings LP, all rights reserved. For detailed game odds and information, visit txlottery.org or call 800-375-6886. Must be 18 or older to purchase a ticket or enter a promotional second chance drawing. Play responsibly. At Red Diamond, we know that beating the heat on a hot summer's day isn't always easy. You can try taking a dip at the local pool. Or you can camp out in front of the fan. Does it go any higher? But there's simply nothing more refreshing than the taste of ice-cold, fresh-brewed Red Diamond tea. Red Diamond. Perfect's not easy. Welcome to your hometown Whataburger. Customization is what we've always done. You want mustard and mayo? You want ketchup? We'll make it how you like it. When you customize your own burger, you can put your personality in it. This is my Whataburger. With Manny's ketchup, all the vegetables, no cheese. We customize orders 24 hours a day. Everybody wants it just like they like it. When you can make it your own, that always enhances that experience for you. However you want it, I got you. (laughs) Here at Whataburger, we make it just like you like it whenever you like it. 
When it comes to buying a home, look to the experts at TDECU. We're made for this market with quick pre-qualifications so you can make a competitive offer fast. We have unique options for you like no money down or up to 103% financing. TDECU Mortgage is here for you. If you can't find the home that's right for you, build it with a great construction loan. You've got this. TDECU Mortgage. We make home happen. Visit TDECU.org for details. Equal housing lender. Lots more to break down. He's in. Touchdown, Houston. Next on Texans Radio. The sights, the sounds. Nothing compares to Houston Texans football at NRG Stadium. And we can't wait to welcome you back this season. From joining in on the best tailgating in the NFL to cheering on your Texans at kickoff or biting into savory food selections like Killen's mouthwatering barbecue, you'll have plenty of chances to make game day memories with your family and friends. Experience game day together and get your 2021 Texan season tickets by visiting HoustonTexans.com slash tickets. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the trucks of the future for everyone. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks for 44 years straight. Built for performance and capability on and off-road. Because the trucks of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Ford F-Series, drive one today. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live poker and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. Your jobs are big and time is short, but Brookside Equipment has everything John Deere that makes your work quick and easy. Whether you're mowing grass, working in the dirt, or just enjoying the great outdoors, Brookside has a John Deere mower, tractor, or gator vehicle that's right for you. And Brookside is always at your side, keeping your equipment on the job. Nine Texas Gulf Coast locations. BrooksideUSA.com. Brookside Equipment is a proud sponsor of the Houston Texans. We're the only media outlet taking you inside Camp Casario with exclusive player interviews. First year running back of the Texans, Philip Lindsay. This is a great crew of running backs. Probably one of the best I've ever been around. Regular talks with GM Nick Casario. We've been calling it Camp Casario. Good morning. Not sure who came up with that moniker, but yeah, we'll have some fun with that. And Hall of Famer John McClain. The offensive line is going to be better than a lot of people think. We're live from Camp Casario daily with everything you need to know as it happens. Insider Access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans play here. It's play here. It's play here. It's play here. Now, Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity, continues. And I was getting so used to Chris Conley as 18, and now Miller's 18, and Conley's 17, and oh my no, gosh. flip it. Oh, wait a minute. No, oh. Miller, Miller's 17, Conley's 18. What? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, they flipped got from it, the got first seat. I told you. All right. Thank goodness we don't play tonight. Otherwise, <laughs> I might misidentify a touchdown reception. And we cannot have that as Terod Taylor is back in action with the ones today, doing his thing, and had an excused absence 
on Saturday. They're just doing slow motion stuff against the number one defense, and the number twos are on the other end of the field. Fans are in attendance here at the Houston Methodist Training Center's Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity. Great to have you with us. And let's hear from a second-year guy now. Got some starting action last year, made the most of it. Here he is for year two from a football family. It's Charlie Heck. How's it been this year versus last year with all the protocols last year? You still have them this year, but it's a little different. Oh, yeah, you still have them this year. But getting in, being able to do the OTAs, being around the players, that extra time, I mean, it, it really has been – it's really vital for the O-line especially, getting to build that chemistry early. How did the offseason go for you? A full offseason, no pre-draft prep, nothing like that. Oh, no, I really needed that because, you know, I missed out on that as a rookie because of the COVID stuff. So I really wanted to take full advantage of this offseason. So I was in here at the facility, getting in, meeting the new players, um, getting stronger, learning the plays. It was good. All right, so how's this camp going for you, all your reps at tackle? It's going well. You know, you just camp. It's a long camp, so you just got to keep stacking days and getting better every day. Yeah, well, you did well last year when you got out there and got a big bite of action in the 2020 season. How did that help you get ready for this year? You know, it definitely it definitely told myself that I can play in this league, you know, so I took that confidence and that desire to get back out on the field this offseason, so I'm looking forward to it again. All right, you come from a football family. I know this probably comes up in every interview you do, but uh, why North Carolina? What factored into your decision there? You know, so my older brother was playing football there at the time, uh, you know, so that was a huge factor. I was deciding between Notre Dame and uh, UNC, and uh, when UNC offered uh, the scholarship, I couldn't turn it down. Uh, made some of the best friends I could ever have made there and got an unbelievable education. All right, what's the relationship like, the relationship between the football team and the hoop team at North Carolina? <laughs> no, it's a good relationship. You know, the my first few years at school, basketball was getting all the attention, but, you know, uh, Coach Brown has really set a new standard over there, and uh, people are really starting to talk about football again. All right, when you were a little kid, your dad is coaching with Kansas City. Who were some of the players that really caught your eye, that you looked up to, that you were a fan of up close and personal? Oh, yeah, I mean, I was... Since since the Chiefs drafted Travis Kelsey, I was always a huge fan of him. You know, I got his jersey. All the Chiefs games I went to, that's what I was rocking when I was younger. Is it hard when a tackle has to give up playing tight end because tight end can be a glamorous position, tackle not as much? What was that like for you? Yeah, I think every tackle has to go through that at some point uh, when they realize, you know, you're just not quite fast enough. But uh, I knew that was coming. So early on when I got to college, I made that transition. Then it was just about getting... Uh, gaining the weight and uh, kind of learning the new position. Charlie, thanks a lot. Good luck to you. Absolutely. Thank you. Charlie Heck, his father, Andy, assistant with the Chiefs. And, you know, when I asked him that question, you know, I know how old Charlie is, but I figured, you know, I was thinking maybe like you know, Trent Green. <laughs> uh, I knew it was going to be like Lynn Dawson, yeah. you know, Christian Okoye. But, uh, yeah, Travis Kelsey. Oh, thanks. Well, thanks. I feel so ancient right now. Yeah, when I was a kid, I was a fan of Travis Kelsey. I'm sure Travis feels old hearing that. Well, you didn't want him to tell you who he loved when his dad was coaching in Jacksonville, did you? No. Okay. No. No. You know what? Jacksonville doesn't bother me as much, Johnny, for whatever reason. Look, the first ever road victory in the history of the franchise at Jacksonville. Mark Brunel slinging it. They had Fred Taylor. They were good back then. How about Mark Brunel, quarterback's coach with Detroit Lions? How about that? It's interesting with Dan Campbell and our buddy Aaron Glenn as the defensive coordinator there. I think that's uh, a team to, I mean, look, I'm not saying it's a team to watch, but I watch all the teams, right? I want to see how they do. And, you know, you brought it up earlier, Johnny, the Colts in a bit of a pickle with Carson Wentz.
Look, when you go get a quarterback because your starter is injured, I think the foot situation. If you love podcasts and you love the Texans, you'll love our Texans podcasts. Now available on iTunes and. Oh, we're back. We're back. Yeah, we just had the voice guy step in for yeah, a second. Well, because he, he wants to promote the podcast. Here's the thing about a foot injury. Yeah. If his mechanics were already jacked up, sort of going to Indianapolis, Ooh. a foot injury is not going to make it any better. Because now, if it's your back foot, it's your dry foot. So now all of a sudden, you're throwing all arm. Mm-hmm. I guarantee if it's his back foot, that shoulder is going to be an issue. If it's his front foot, then all of a sudden, that front foot's out there. And you got all that chaos and trash in front. Are you going to want to step and drive? Are you going to kind of pull back and short step? There are a lot of things that can go wrong with that foot injury. So I'm really curious to see how they're going to play this. Here's here's my hunch. Just my hunch. Speculation? This is me. About the foot or about the quarterback situation? That situation. I don't know what's going to happen for them. Mm -hmm. I don't think Carson Wentz will play in 2021. Ooh. Well, look. I don't know anything about it. I think he will try to come back for camp. Mm-hmm. I think you will try to come back and go. If you go to a specialist, yeah, it ain't good. Well, what what bothers me for his sake is when surgery is a consideration and it's August, right? Yes, That's a problem. You know, it's one thing if you're going to ride it out. Shab once told me that with the Liz Franck injury, yeah. that if it was week 17, he might have, like, taped and glued right. it together and tried to play in the playoffs, which That's I don't know if he would have been able yeah. to do that. That might have been wishful thinking. But the point is this. Late in the season, you know, Brady played with the mm-hmm. FCA. If Brady has that day one of camp last year, yeah. is he going to make it the whole way? Exactly. I don't know. This is a foot. Could be anything. And that's a, a hot take by you. Wentz doesn't play at all this year, which means they got to go get somebody again. There's no Jacoby Brissett. How's Jacob Eason? Talented. Yeah, but, but not very good. A guy with his talent mm-hmm. should not have been drafting, you know, with those physical skills. As late as he was in the in the third round. Is it what Clint was talking about? He's got a big arm? Yes. Oh, okay. massive arm. But oh, accuracy. Massive cannon arm. But he just never can never harness it. You know, Clint talked about harnessing mm. all that, that sort of power, like Dragon Ball Z, like, you know, getting it all in here. That's what those guys have been. That's what Josh Allen, working with Jordan Palmer, has been able to do. You know, you brought up, uh, yeah, Josh Allen before in the last segment with Clint, and I give him a ton of credit because a lot of guys who have a big arm like that and the accuracy isn't where it needs to be, they don't get better. No. I mean, so many people in this league don't get better. Exactly. In that department especially, but he has. He's yep. taken to the coaching. He's really worked on his game. And I'm not really eager to see the results in this year's campaign because we're going to be up there year uh, week four and got to deal with him then. Hey, around the NFL, you Mm -hmm. brought the Bills. Mm -hmm. How about this story about them looking at Austin? Yeah, that cannot happen. I don't think that cannot happen. Now Austin is blowing up as a city. We all know it's it's really expanding, and you know the Raiders should have moved to Austin with all the Californians moving there. Maybe true. Uh, They should have figured into Austin. Look. I, but here's they can't the, lose but the Bills. Here's the thing, though. That, Tex- that location cannot lose the, the Bills. The population, since the Texans came back, came into the league, since pro football came back yep. to Houston, think of, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but the population of Houston has exploded. Yes. Obviously, Austin. Uh, and San yep. Antonio, I don't know if it's as much, but right. I would assume some, obviously. So I think that these three markets, if you want to combine Austin and San Antonio into one huge market, yeah. 
they could probably support it these days because you look at what happens in the Northeast. Baltimore is so close to Washington, which is so, you know, and they're all, they're yeah. both so close to Philly. And then you yeah. got two teams in New York, and, you know, you got a lot of teams jammed up in there. Right. And maybe that'll happen here eventually. You know, yeah. it's 2021. Who's to say? But I don't want to see it. I would rather have, like, us and the Cowboys fight for the Lone Star State. All right. Next up, Landry's Camp Questions, a must listen. It's on Texans Training Camp Live. Texans Radio is at Training Camp. Welcome back to Texans Training Camp Live. Presented Calling by- all Houston Texans fans. It's time to take it to the house with Ashley Homestore. Enter for a chance to win two tickets to an upcoming Texans home game at NRG Stadium. To enter, simply text TEXANS to 797979 or visit any Houston Ashley Home Store location near you. We have 12 Houston area locations to serve you. Enter today only at Ashley Home Store. This is home. Proud partner of the Houston Texans. At CDW, we get that the ways we collaborate have changed. But I've grown accustomed to the high-pitched musical sound of my squeaky whiteboard marker. I hear you. With a Cisco WebEx solution configured by CDW, you can easily share notes and documents and even whiteboard from your very own computer. Goodbye, sweet marker. You've served us well. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash Cisco collaboration. The all-new Hyundai Elantra, unlike a number of competitors, offers completely wireless Apple CarPlay, so you can seamlessly connect to all your smartphone apps without a cable. The Elantra, named 2021 North American Car of the Year. Now get 0% APR for 60 months, plus zero payments for 90 days on the Elantra. See your local Hyundai dealer, the official car of the Houston Texans, for well-qualified buyers only. Offers end 8221. Call 469-613-0227 for more details. It's the classic dilemma at Whataburger. You pick up your patty melt with two fresh all-beef patties, melted Monterey Jack cheese, grilled onions, then creamy pepper sauce, and just when you're about to dig into Whataburger's take on this all-time classic, someone utters the dreaded words. Can I have a bite? Should you? Shouldn't you? Maybe you just take a big bite so you don't have to answer. Good thing that dilemma's over. Good thing there's the patty melt at Whataburger. The unforgettable college football Saturday you've been craving is happening right here in Houston. Tickets and suites are on sale now to experience the 2021 Texas kickoff as the Houston Cougars take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders at NRG Stadium Saturday, September 4th. Start off the college football season right to reserve your seats and get details on the latest event news, ticket discounts, and more. Go to TexasKickoff.com. More Texans Radio is on the way. We're the only media outlet taking you inside Camp Casario with exclusive player interviews. The first year running back of the Texans, Philip Lindsay. This is a great crew of running backs. Probably one of the best I've ever been around. Regular talks with GM Nick Casario. We've been calling it Camp Casario. Good morning. Not sure who came up with that moniker, but yeah, we'll have some fun with that. And Hall of Famer John McClain. The offensive line is going to be better than a lot of people think. We're live from Camp Casario daily with everything you need to know as it happens. Insider Access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans play here. 
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Whoo, the sun here in Texas is no joke. Thankfully, Pick Your Free from Reliant lets you make the most of it. Just choose truly free weekends, nights, or flex days, and we'll upgrade your plan to solar on us. So you get free electricity for a good chunk of time and solar all of the time. Just call 1-866-RELIANT or visit Reliant.com. Reliant, that's power your way. Terms and conditions apply. Reliant, PUCT number 10007. Hey, it's David Johnson from the Houston Texans, here with my good friend Toro. If you've watched the Texans game, you may have noticed that us players are big and strong, and that playing football requires us to be pretty tough. However, that doesn't mean we haven't had to deal with bullying before. If you or someone you know is being bullied, be yourself. Use your voice. Leave and look out for others. Join Toro and I as we take the bull out of bullying, presented by NOV. For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com bullying. Tickets are on sale now to see your Houston Texans take on marquee matchups like the Seahawks, Patriots, Rams, Jets, and Chargers. Don't miss the best game day atmosphere in Houston when you visit NRG Stadium for National Halftime Acts, local Houston food options, and the best tailgating in the NFL. Get your tickets at HoustonTexans.com slash tickets. To guarantee the best seats at the best price, get your season tickets today, and you'll get benefits all year round. Visit HoustonTexans.com slash tickets. I'm slash tickets. I'm slash. It's back to football, and you're back on the sideline at Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity. Back on the sideline, Terod Taylor back in the fold with the QBs as they're doing ball control drills right now, getting ready for full practice out here in front of the fans at the Houston Methodist Training Center. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. Landry Locker joins us now, who says he's on a no-carb diet for august however he just confessed that he has a muffin every morning that is just completely blowing it every single day that's carb overload well it's just a morning thing because we're out here in the heat but i mean i'm, I'm, I'm glad you're fat shaming me vandy not not everybody does push-ups between not, every time out like vandy oh. not fa- not fat sh- shaming you at all because i'm the same way i'm like i swear off caffeine except for that mountain dew i have on the way to work no. <laughs> Listen, I am not perfect at all. Although Johnny and I get to eat in the team cafeteria because we're in the inner tier. And it is hard to eat badly there. Like, you just eat well there, healthy meaning, and uh, they have it under control. Except for they make the perfect bacon, and I can't. They do have some. Breakfast, you can go nuts. Yeah, breakfast, you can go nuts. Do y'all ever order takeout there? Because I was making a joke that when O'Brien left, I, I, he, he talked about the cafeteria at least four times a day, it seemed like. <laughs> I was wondering if he would, like, hit up some of his buddies and have them bring him takeout or something like that. Uh, I don't know if he did that, but uh, you can take a to-go box with you. Oh. So I do that at my desk quite a I bit. I would do that every day. Because they, have st- they still every have day. a lot of social distancing type stuff in there. Anyway, yeah. it's time for Landry's Camp Quest. Uh, you guys just mentioned uh, ball security drills. What is y'all's favorite drill to watch during training camp? Ooh, that's a great Ooh, question. I saw a new one the other day. I saw oh, two of them. Number one was a uh, – well, the one they did Saturday was – yeah, there was two. It was a special teams one. So they had a big hula hoop. Oh, you've, yeah. You've seen these on uh, – if you watch, like, pass rushers put their stuff on Instagram. 
Yeah. They got these big hula hoops, and three guys would run around. It was like musical chairs kind of thing, and they would follow each other. And then the wind, the whistle would blow, and you'd have to finish around the hoop and then go down and chase the punt returner. It was a great drill it because— like a kid's game. It looked like a kid's game, but it's a great teacher because if you're the third guy out of there, you know you can't follow any of your guys down there. That's the rule on punt pursuit, kickoff pursuit. You can't follow. you got to get into your lane. And so if you're the third guy, you got to make a big adjustment. Okay, these two guys kind of went off this way. i got to make sure I go off this way in case the returning goes here. It was a great drill. The other one I saw the other day was they had two tacklers and a ball carrier, and they went in opposite – they ran in opposite directions around a cone, and then they came basically almost like meeting in the middle. Yeah, I saw that one too. And then the ball carrier would have to make a guy Mm -hmm. miss or like shake him and go between them. And then they would have to be in the right that position. That looks hard, to be able to, though. That looks so it's hard not for an the easy ball drill. carrier. It's not an easy drill. But Mark Ingram, I think, was the first guy to do it. Burkhead, he too. Shook Burkhead shook somebody. Dude, Burkhead, I'm telling you right now, Burkhead shook. Uh, God, who was it? It was one of the linebackers. He shook a linebacker out of his socks. That dude has got some serious quicks. You I know. don't think we're. I didn't even think he had. We got a long, I love him. We got a long way to go, but it's going to be interesting when they get to that final cup for the running backs, to say the least. I love uh, Look, other than 11-on-11, 11 11, that doesn't count for this question. I would just say one-on-one receivers and DBs going deep or running whatever patterns they are usually running in these one-on-one situations, as long as it's 20 yards and beyond. I love watching that stuff. All right, what uh, what have you seen from the rookies so far? And I'm, I'm focusing specifically on Brevin Jordan and Nico Collins because it's one thing for, for me to say these guys look good, but these guys look good to me. Uh, am, am I seeing correctly that Collins and Jordan uh, looking very good early on in camp? Collins picked one off the top of somebody's head. I think it was Keon. Crossing. That was a sick moss-like grab. I don't. I think you tweeted was, a picture. Yeah, of that. it was Did fifteen. I didn't tweet the picture because there was no camera, but I tweeted the description. It was it was perfect coverage. It was great, perfect coverage. But he went up and got it, uh, fifteen feet over where you are right now. Yeah, Nico just went right over his head. And that's one of the things that Nico can do. You let him. You let him posterize you. He'll posterize you. You know, Jalen Green's going to put some dudes on posters this year. Nico can do the same thing. I think Brevin. First of all, Brevin physically looks different than I expected. He's much more put together than I anticipated. But I think for him it's just the little things. Like athletically, I don't know that he's got there's a peer in the tight end group. I mean mm. athletically he's he's off the charts. But it's just little things. He'll catch a pass out of the flat, he'll turn up, the ball get away from his body. I've seen a couple times guys knock it out. Those are the things that he's really gotta get better with. But athletically speaking those two, wow, yeah. very impressive. Yeah, I noticed that, too. And, look, Mills is obviously a rookie of great magnitude for this team, third-round draft choice, and had that rough red area practice on Saturday. But let's see what he learns from it. I think that this is going to be a huge day for him and tomorrow, the first day in pads, because let's see what he did during the day off, look at the tape, try to come back. Look, he got to stack days, like they say, and get better every day, and he knows it. Uh, he's not the first quarterback in the history of this league to have a rough red zone practice in his first training camp. So let's see how it goes from here. What's the best Texans uniform combination? Oh, I am all over this one. Battle red, and I, wa- I want white pants, okay. red jersey. I thought no. you were going all red. No. I was, I was no, walking no, 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 outside. No, no. I, don't, I, don't, I don't love the, the ketchup bottles. No. But here's what I want. I want white pants, red tops. That's my favorite. And blue helmet. I want the red helmet. Oh, you want the red helmet? I want okay. a red helmet. Yeah, which doesn't exist. I would exist. love that red helmet. But if I got to go, I go battle red, white, red, blue. 
All right. That's what I go with. Look, I'm going to go color rush, deep steel blue. All blue, the color rush. That should be the regular uniform, I think. It's just so good. And they always seem to play well when they wear that. I think the players love it. They get all jacked up. So why not let them wear it? All right, Landry, back in 16 against the Jags in a got-to-have it game. Yep. They wore blue, blue pants with the red top. Ugh. And it looked weird, uh. but they won. I liked it. I like the all white. I got to go all white, man. You like? Oh, yeah. We know why. (laughs) Why? Because that's your favorite. That's your favorite college team's look. Oh, the all white. The UT all white look. You're gonna make me cry here. Yeah, Yeah, the stormtrooper look. You know the team now in the SEC. They in camp yet? They got to be in camp. They're right? close. They're close. Okay. Yeah, they're starting. All right, Landry, what do you have on the program today? Uh, we got a lot. Uh, Will Davis Mills bounce back? Obviously, uh, a rough go of it for him on Saturday. How's that going to look? We're going to be joined by someone off the practice field. Uh, also, got some uh, some theories that have been thrown out there, and, and I wonder if one of them is actually taking place in front of our very eyes right now. Ooh, some theories. I can't wait for. The I like theories. it when Landry and John get into theories. Yeah, I like I mean, it because I know I'm about to hear something like oh man here we go wait what did john just say and then two weeks later it comes true you're like how the hell did he know that landry how did he I, know that landry and i could have a support group of working with john lopez as a talk show host co-host and you know just go over our feelings on it uh you guys have justin reed today so that's gonna oh be good. wow okay uh, very cool justin reed with landry and lopez i'm promoting their show and we'll be back at six tonight texans all access with a practice recap thanks a lot ben for producing Thank you, Matt, for engineering. Thank you, Johnny. As always, have a great day, everyone, and go Texans. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. The Texans and Amogee Bank are proud to call Houston home. We believe that small businesses are vital to our local community. We're joining forces to help during these challenging times with the Houston Texans Small Business Boost, presented by Amogee Bank. Do you know a small business who makes the community a better place? Nominate them today, and they could win $2,500 cash, special promotion from the Houston Texans, and exclusive event invitations from Amogee Bank. Find out more at HoustonTexans.com slash Business Boost. Hey, Texans fans, you are lucky dogs because the Texans have teamed up with Home Smokehouse to make the best-tasting small-batch pecan-smoked hot dog only available at NRG Stadium. That's right, Home Smokehouse, voted number one in taste, has been smoking in Texas since 1970. And believe me, you've never really tasted a hot dog till you bite into a Home Smokehouse pecan-smoked hot dog. There's no taste like Home's, proud sponsor of the Houston Texans. Houston Texans fans, score big at Conzone Plus with the best seat in the house. Your house, that is. We're talking the ultimate selection of big screen TVs, crowd-pleasing couches, and game-winning recliners. Upgrade your fan cave and watch the pros like a pro. Plus, with our personalized approach to financing, you can get options nobody else has. So you can get low payments over time, whether you have good credit or you're building it. Ready to score with an official sponsor of the Texans? Make it happen at Conzone Plus. Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live poker and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. At Red Diamond, we know that beating the heat on a hot summer's day isn't always easy. 
You can try taking a dip at the local pool. Or you can camp out in front of the fan. Does it go any higher? But there's simply nothing more refreshing than the taste of ice-cold, fresh-brewed Red Diamond tea. Red Diamond. Perfect's not easy. Hey, this is Keith, Papa John's here, and guess what? We've done it. We finally came out with what I consider the best pizza ever. It's our new epic stuffed crust pizza only at Papa John's. That's right. We took our wonderful crust, fresh dough, and rolled into it 100% mozzarella cheese. And now you get an extra cheesy pizza when you order. Get a large one topping and the epic stuffed crust for just 12 bucks. Better ingredients, better pizza, and now best stuffed crust around Papa John's Houston. Introducing Texans Fit, a world-class Houston Texans fitness community dedicated to helping you reach your goals. Join the Texans Fit family and elevate your fitness experience with cutting-edge equipment, exceptional coaches, and deluxe amenities. Whether you thrive on the camaraderie of a group fitness class or need the focused support of a certified personal trainer, Texans Fit is here to help you grow in the lifestyle you want. To find the club nearest you and learn how you can train like the pros, visit TexansFit.com. The unforgettable college football Saturday you've been craving is happening right here in Houston. Tickets and suites are on sale now to experience the 2021 Texas kickoff as the Houston Cougars take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders at NRG Stadium Saturday, September 4th. Start off the college football season right to reserve your seats and get details on the latest event news, ticket discounts, and more. Go to TexasKickoff.com. Teachers and parents, are you looking for an educational resource to keep your students engaged? The Houston Texans Toro and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all while having fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the Kids School Program page and run your students through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! The Houston Texans scratch ticket from the Texas Lottery is your ticket for a chance to win up to $100,000. And it's your opportunity to enter promotional drawings for a chance to enter promotional drawings for a chance to enter.